The Horrible Gamers podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, I would like to speak to you on the subject of the world's next great catastrophe. catastrophe. You are listening to the Horrible Gamers podcast. Hey, it's Matt Bradford with Video Game Outsiders, and you are listening to Horrible Gamers. One of those words is accurate. Which one is it? This is Wingman709 from This Xbox Life, and you are listening to Horrible Gamers Podcast, where I go every week for all things horrible. This is Tedekin from ZombieCast and the creator of Combat Kids, and you are listening to Horrible Gamers Podcast, but really, you should probably stop listening and go watch Combat Kids again. Guys, this is Freeman from ZombieCast and Knuckleballer Radio, and you're listening to Horrible Gamers Podcast. It makes you realize, you know what? You're not so bad at gaming. These guys should try board games. This is what you want. This is what you get. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Horrible Gamers Podcast, episode 122. Woo! I am, of course, one of your co-hosts, Jesus Walks a Lot. That is me, and you know who I am. But today, I am joined by my favorite Canadian, Ryan Gibson. Welcome back, Ryan. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Yay! Great White North. Great White North, Canada all the way. We don't have to worry about Trump and Clinton. You well, we do. We do have to worry. We do have to worry. I'm scared. I'm really scared. Right. Gonna uh, cut you off. have to worry about Clinton because he's going to be crashing on your couch. <laughs> <laughs> that other voice, ladies and gentlemen, was our good friend, Vengeful Jedi. Welcome. AKA the Clinton that's going to be crashing on Ryan's couch. That's right. <laughs> and guys, today we're joined by our special guest. He decided to join us last minute because I put out the call. I was like, I need hosts, because two of our hosts are gone, but he came in, and he's going to fill in those fucking shoes like a motherfucker. He can wear both of their shoes on one foot. <laughs> this is Yogi Zilla. Welcome, Yogi. I think you've been on the show before, actually, so welcome back. What's up? Not, not since the revamp. No, yeah, he hasn't been back since the yeah, revamp. Yeah, no. not since the revamp. No. I was an OG horrible gamers with a Z. The Z with the big Z. Guys, you're listening to the show that's been banned from a continent in this planet. What? Yeah, we have been banned from a continent, guys. I don't know if you know this. If you're an old listener and this is your first time listening, just know that we have been banned from a continent on this planet. People on that continent can't listen to us. Anyways. Antarctica? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Are you serious? We got banned, dude. penguins. We got a notification from uh, something, a bunch of emails, and it's like, you've been banned from this continent. And we're like, what the fuck? (laughs) It was Antarctica. From Antarctica. Yeah, man, we got fucking banned, completely banned. Like, no one can listen to us there. So if you're down there... Working hey, with if the you're penguins. In, in Antarctica, you got to come watch the live feed on Facebook. <laughs> you got to smuggle yeah. us in there or something because, yeah, we've been banned, guys. Yo, you got to send the message down to Antarctica. We got to let them know. <laughs> they just got to come to the Facebook page <laughs> and they can watch the show. Oh, poor man. penguins, man. Poor, poor penguins. Penguins can't watch the horrible gamers. What's going on? <laughs> penguins can't listen Someone, to us. Someone's got to call up Mr. Popper. <laughs> <laughs> guys 
I want to welcome a new community member as well this week. Welcome to Gio Osorno to the group. He was welcome. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, man? It's crazy, guys. This week has been fucking crazy. I've been playing games, games that I never thought I would play and enjoy. I heard you were playing some games that you didn't think you were going to enjoy. Yeah, starting off with one of your guys' favorite game, Titanfall 2. Yeah, man. Yeah, I played that, guys. I played Titanfall 2. And? It's okay. Oh, it's okay. (sighs) No, actually. (laughs) No, actually, guys, I had a lot of fun playing uh, Titanfall 2, to be honest. I... Rented it on Redbox, was it on Wednesday night? I was like, you know what? I found it on the Redbox app machine. And I was like, I'm going to fucking reserve this shit. And I did. And then I went over to my Redbox. I picked it up for three bucks. And I went home. I installed it, which took forever, man. I hate installing games on the Xbox. It takes forever, especially when you rent them. Because, you know, you're like, I rented this shit, but three hours out of my rental is me installing this fucking thing. <laughs> installing. <laughs> Same thing happened to me this week. Uh, Eric wanted to play the division, and I had to reinstall it oh, off the disc. And I was fuck. like, "Oh man, it's gonna take forever." And we just ended up playing Gears. That is horrible, man. Like fucking, uh, I hate when people ask me to play a game, and I know that I had it uninstalled, so I have to re-download the whole thing. And I'm like, "Fuck, no, bro, I can't yeah. play that anymore." Like, that's that's the one advantage to having a disc is that you just pop it in mm-hmm. and it starts installing automatically. But you yeah. still have to download the stupid. Yeah, it still downloads the whole. Yeah. When the disc. No, 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 not the whole game. It it installs off the disc, which is quicker than trying to download oh, it. Oh, it. Oh, so it doesn't install off the disc. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But it still has to download the updates if there's updates for That's it. That's fucking right? dumb. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyways, guys, I played Titanfall two, um, and I only played the multiplayer. I didn't go into the campaign because I knew I didn't have a lot of time to play it. <laughs> Seeing as I was renting it Wednesday, I knew Call of Duty was coming out Thursday night, and I knew I was going to be playing that, so I told myself, get in there, jump into the multiplayer. I joined the Horrible Gamers Network, which we do have on there. I did find it pretty easily. Um, I got in there. I couldn't go to sleep. <laughs> I was playing till like 1 in the morning, 1.30 in the morning, guys. I was just playing the shit out of that multiplayer. I ranked up to like maybe level 8 or 9 or something like that, but... Um, I upgraded my gun multiple times. I I kept using the R101C carbine and uh, the regular Titan. I think is Ion. That's his name, right? The first one. Uh, I like Tone. Tone is is the best well, one. I, I haven't ranked up far enough to unlock Tone, so I was using just Ion, you know. And, and uh, but yeah. guys, the cool you thing use your about, coins to unlock them. Yeah, yeah. The cool thing about Titanfall, guys, is the motions. You just fucking keep moving. That whole goal in that game is to you can't never, stop. <laughs> ever, ever stop fucking moving. You cannot camp. The second you stop, you're dead. Literally, man. Like I was playing there, and I was like, man, you can't stop. You just can't. You fucking have to keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. Run around shooting things. You jump in tight, and you shoot things. You jump out. You fucking keep running. You just never stop running, man. Um, the, the fucking multiplayer is tons of fun. I played this... Uh, a lot of attrition, but I also play that grab bag mode or like the one that has all the modes in it. I forget what that fuck is called. 
I haven't tried that yet. Oh, for, they call it mixtape now. Oh, it used to be for oh, yeah, mixtape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. mixtape. Mixtape, right, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was Capture the Flag, uh, Domination, Attrition, all that other shit. Guys, that no, mode not. is a fucking... That mode is, like, the best one. I don't know why more people are not playing mixtape, because mixtape just switches up the gameplay every single time you play it, so you never, it never gets stale. You're always constantly changing up, you know? Yeah. Um, one match you're playing capture the flag then the next match you're playing attrition the next match you're playing fucking last titan standing the next match you're playing fucking domination it's just fucking cool the way they did that um i have to try that i think that'd be fun definitely so i'm having a lot of i had a lot of fun with that game uh i returned it today guys because Ooh. call of duty came out oh god <laughs> here we go the greatest here game we go clint of- left just in time <laughs> the greatest game of 2016 <laughs> released this week and it's called Call of Duty no it's not that's not what it's called yeah it is that's what it's called that's exactly what it's called <laughs> please tell me that's not what it's called <laughs> that, that's what it's called I think that's what it's called I don't know am I getting the name wrong it's not the greatest game of the year though is it it's the best game of the year alright Jesus tell me about Call of Duty Tell me about it. Guys, Call of Duty, I came into this game, you know, excited to play the Modern Warfare Remastered. So I bought it, I downloaded Modern Warfare first, and then Infinite Warfare last. Played Modern Warfare, like, Thursday night, Friday, Friday night... I uh, played a lot of the multiplayer in Modern Warfare. The multiplayer holds up. I mean, Call of Duty, I don't know what it is about that multiplayer. It's solid, man. Call of Duty 4 multiplayer is fun. There's, it's simple. You know, there's no fucking wall running and grapple hooks and all this. It's just, you shoot first, hope you get the guy first. And that's it. But the guns feel good. Everything looks cool. Um, the game looks a little... It looks better, but it doesn't look, like, amazingly. Like, oh, my God, this is the best-looking game ever. now. you can still tell that it's a 360 game. Uh, you can definitely tell that there's some things that they did update, which is the way the guys look. The guys look much better. Some of the maps that look better. Um, but a lot of the... I noticed in the first matches that I was playing, because it was, like, the night it launched, there was a lot of people using the same hacks they did in Call of Duty 4 when it first released. Um, I'm getting feedback here, guys. Yeah, someone's got their volume up. Uh, getting feedback. Feedback? Anyways. Feedback. Okay, good. Anyways. Yeah, if you're watching the stream, just mute it. <laughs> guys, I loved Modern Warfare. It was fun. Whatever. I got my kill streaks. You know, the bird, the UAV, the helicopter, and then that's it. But guys, yesterday was a Friday, Friday night. I came home and I was like, you know what? I have Infinite Warfare. Why not give this game a chance? You know, like why? I have. I don't. I haven't been following the news on this game. I fuck if I didn't even know who the fuck was in it. I just knew that there was a space battle, and I remember watching the E3 trailer when they showed it at the Sony conference at uh, E3. I remember watching it and thinking, wow, this game looks cool. What game is this? And then at the end, it was like, oh, it's Call of Duty. And then I was like, oh, well, that game looked pretty fucking cool. Guys, I played Infinite Warfare Campaign, and I have to say, by far, hands down, this is the best campaign Call of Duty has done ever. 
ever. That's not an understatement, guys. This is the best fucking campaign Call of Duty has done. Um, I just fucking love it, man. It's, it's so much fun. There's, It's just amazing, dude. The way the, the fucking guns feel, the way the story is set up, the way there's no loading screens. There's no fucking loading screen, guys. The game never stops. You, you literally go from fighting in space to going back to your ship, landing on your ship, and walking around your ship. Selecting the next mission. You're the commander of the ship. You select your next mission. You go there. You start the fight. <laughs> it's just, it never fucking stops. The action keeps going forever. And it, it's, it's fucking cool the way they did it. I'm, I'm enjoying it a ton. Have any of you guys played this? No. Fuck. I refuse to. Jesus, you know that you know that me and me and Clint are, well, guys, are against this. I mean, I, I honestly I'm telling you the fucking truth right now. I did not think I was gonna enjoy this game. Yeah. I did not. Last night I went into it thinking, oh fuck, I just got off of work. It's late. You know, we went to go out to eat. I'm back home and I'm gonna just launch it real quick. I'm probably gonna go to bed at one AM. Cause I have to go to work in the morning. Dude, it was like three forty five in the morning before I went to bed. Um, I, I, I stood up for fucking, like, later than, way later than I thought I would be up playing this campaign because I couldn't stop playing it. And then even when I was going to bed, I was like, man, should I stay up? Should I just, like, pull an all-nighter? And I was like, no, I gotta record the podcast tomorrow. I can't, I can't stay up, you know? Like, the only reason I didn't stay up all night was because tonight I had to record the podcast and I wouldn't be able to go to bed early. So, guys, you need to try this campaign out. Rent this fucking game. Find it somewhere. Try it out. How much of the space combat is there, Jesus? A lot. Tons. Is it just like... Tons, 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 tons. Dude, just tons. So you like flying around a lot? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're flying your fucking ship around. You take off from like Earth. You fly yeah. towards your fucking huge like ship that you're the commander of. You land on your ship. You go into the little cargo bay. You get out of your fucking shuttle. You have all the people walking around doing their thing and... You fucking, you're the commander, so you go up. It's like fucking playing, it's like what Mass Effect needs to be like, I think, when it releases. Yeah. Literally, that's what it needs to be. No fucking loading screens, just fucking go from fucking space to like another ship. You Fucking, there's warping, there's all kinds of fucking cool space combat. The flying in this game, the flying combat feels really good. There's times where I'm going like a fucking thousand miles an hour dude and through space and i'm following another ship trying to shoot it down flying it between fucking space rocks and space debris and shit and you it's set up where like it automatically kind of tracks where you're supposed to follow so even if you're going a million miles an hour and you're about to like hit something you get really close to like one of the big ships you don't crash into it it'll automatically kind of like make you hover over it a little bit so it's like you always feel like you're a badass fucking pilot in this game. You never feel like, oh, you know, I can't beat this because I keep crashing. Oh, I can't play this because I keep crashing my ship. <laughs> it's never like that, man. Um, the opening is cool. The way the game opens up, you, you start off on uh, Jupiter's moon, uh, Europa. Uh, you start off there, and that's where the game opens up. It introduces the bad guys. One of the bad guys is Jon Snow from Game of Thrones. I forget his fucking real name. His real name is like Kip something, something like that. 
but he's the he's the main bad guy. He's like, and I was like, well, that guy looks familiar. Like, what the fuck? Even wearing like his helmet, I was like, that guy looks like I've seen him before. And then I got looked it up, and I was like, oh shit, he's in the game. Like, so that was really interesting. Um, and the first time that you go from Earth to your fucking space shuttle, like you're, I'm not gonna spoil it. The first time you go from Earth to your spaceship, it's the coolest fucking feeling. They fucking made No Man's Sky look like a piece of shit game. The way uh, they did it. No Man's Sky already looked like a piece of shit. No, man. The way they did it, No Man's Sky can't even fucking get close. Like, if No Man's Sky, <laughs> the budget Call of Duty had, holy fucking shit, dude. It would look amazing. Thing, but like, Jesus. Yeah, I understand the budget for this game is like a million times bigger than fucking You gotta like, remember, there's no a Man's huge, Sky. massive team working on I just gotta Call say, man, it, it was fucking... there's am- 12 people working it's on It's so no immersive, Sky. dude. Yeah. It's like... You jump in your ship. You, you, it's like, oh, it's so fucking immersive. It's so simple, yet it's so fucking good. Guys, you need to fucking play Infinite Warfare. I cannot fucking state that enough. Um, no. Guys, and there's also side missions now. So there's not only the campaign anymore. Um, when you select the mission in this game, it's like Mass Effect 2. When you see, like, a bunch of planets... And you can select a planet to go to and uh, like do certain things on that planet. You know what I mean? Hmm. So you, instead yeah. of instead of like being a linear story where you're like, oh, okay, now we're gonna go follow the fucking guys over here and shoot them down because they keep running from us, so we gotta keep following. No, it's like no, they got away. Where do you want to go next, Commander? And then you pull up your little fucking HUD and your little map in the middle of the fucking bridge or whatever, and you and you see everything, and you're like, okay, and then one mission. It'll be a bunch of side missions, and this is your main mission. So far, I've been having such a blast playing the side missions that I'm not even focusing on the main story. So there's like eight or ten side missions, and they're all different freighter ships from the enemies that you're fighting against. So one of them, for example, it'll say like, if you attack this ship, and it's going to destroy this ship. So basically, that's going to weaken the enemy force, but you get this upgrade for your for your ship or whatever. And then the next one will be like, the next mission will be like, oh, you have to board the ship, sneak through the ship, kill the commander on the ship, blow up the ship, and then get the fuck out of the ship. And when you do that one, you get something else. And there's a, there was a few of them where you get like an upgrade for your little jackals. The jackals are like the little space fighter jets that you have. <laughs> and there's a, there's one where you pick up a prototype weapon that you can use later on in missions. Uh, there's one where you kill commanders of the enemy army. Uh, a bunch of shit, guys. This game is a lot deeper than I thought it would <laughs> ever fucking be. There's also a most wanted like board. Um, so they have like a board in your office that you have it pinned up. And it's like some of the cards are blank. And some of the cards are flipped around and it shows like people's faces. And it's like the most wanted board. Kind of like the deck of 52 that the FBI had back in the day for the terrorists. You know what I mean? So... They have, like, the two main guys on the top. They're the aces, and they're, like, the leaders of the fucking enemy force. They're kind of like a terrorist organization or whatever. Then they have the the major guys that are, like, underneath them, the admirals and the fucking vice admirals, and they have all the fucking people underneath them. So those are high-value targets. So when you kill them, uh, you can sometimes kill them on side missions, or during the mission, a situation will pop up where they'll be like, hey, boss, we got intel that... A high value target may be around here. Keep an eye out, you know. 
do you want to go after him? And then you can switch around and be like, yeah, let's go after him. So you go after him. Um, this game is just fucking cool. And I had a lot of fun with it. I'm having a lot of fun with it still. And I've only played like two of the main campaign missions. I'll see if I can get it from my library. I was I'm just, not buying it though. Forget that. I was just, dude, I just, I'm enjoying the side missions so much. There's like a, there's stealth ones. There's ones where you just go in there fucking guns blazing with your fucking crew and you fuck shit up. There's some where you have to rescue hostages, so you have to, like, sneak all the way up to, like, near the hostages. And then, you know, if the people find out you're there, they're going to try to execute the hostages, so you have to rescue the hostages. Um, there's different kinds of missions, so that's a lot of fun. Uh, I have not tried the multiplayer in Infinite Warfare, but I do plan to do that. And I also plan to try out their fucking zombies mode. Zombies. Zombies. <laughs> Ooh. but yeah guys uh, besides that I play a little bit more Battlefield 1 and uh, that's it that's it I just gotta say Infinite hey. Warfare campaign to me has been a lot more fun than I thought it would be and it has been funner than Battlefield 1's campaign by how, far. how are you feeling about Battlefield 1 now not that great no not that no dude like just the way Call, even though Call of Duty it's different, completely different, like in space, and it's not realistic at all. I mean, I don't know. If there was space warfare, I guess right, we wait. would know, right? Rank them for me. The the three shooters that you've played recently, Call of Duty, um, Titanfall 2, and Battlefield 1. Rank them. Well, for the multiplayer, I cannot rank Infinite Warfare because I haven't played it. Uh, that's what I played on Titanfall, so I guess I would put Titanfall at the bottom. Because I never played the campaign. Uh, Battlefield, I played the campaign and the multiplayer, which are both fucking good. So I'll probably put You missed that. out on that campaign in Titanfall, man. That's I'll put yeah, that on the time. I'll, I'll go back it to it. It is a great could, campaign. I could rent it, guys. I heard that it's only like a few hours long, so... It is. It's only about five hours. Yeah, so I could probably you just rent it. You can rip through it pretty quick. Um, I'll probably put Battlefield on the top just because I played the campaign and I had a lot of fun with that as well as the multiplayer. They're both great, solid fucking things. And Infinite Warfare, if the multiplayer can get me like the campaign has, where I'm just so hooked that I cannot stop playing and I don't want to stop playing and I just want to fucking... You got to wear headphones with these ones, guys. You got to just wear your fucking Astro headsets, your fucking Turtle Beach headset, whatever headset you have, and turn the fucking volume up and you'll have tons of fun in Infinite Warfare. But, like I was saying, if if the multiplayer grabs me like the fucking single player has, Call of Duty would have to win. Out of those three shooters. And that is well, you haven't fucking played crazy. The yet? I haven't. I've only played the multiplayer for Modern Warfare, which was the one that I was excited for. Yeah, that was the reason. Everybody was looking for. Yeah. And you know, everybody. everybody's excited. But, like, dude, the campaign, I'm telling you, I was surprised, honest to God, surprised the campaign on Infinite Warfare is this fucking good. Like, I'm just it's such a blast, dude. It's crazy. But see, the Modern Warfare line of, like, the Call of Duty games, I think they always have the better campaigns compared to, like, Black Ops. Yeah. Personally. Now, the multiplayer, that's the question. And to me, basically, Infinite Warfare, from what I've played so far, got my son got it because he's a Call of Duty junkie and he wastes his allowance money. And then, hey, that's what he wants to spend it on, you know. But at least, you know, he, he gets a lot of use out of it, so I can't say that anything about it. But to me, it, it, Infinite Warfare multiplayer is Black Ops 3 with downs. It's bad. 
It's um, uninspired. Uh-oh. Yeah, but uh, you know what? The weird thing about this Call of Duty, what I'm, what I'm seeing in Infinite Warfare is I'm thinking they put most of their focus in the campaign, and it kind of it's kind of showing. Because I'm telling you, the campaign is fucking stellar, dude. The cast is fucking good. The actors are good. Your character, the person that your voices your character is fucking cool. Um, your partner, this chick, I don't know who the fuck voices her, but that person is voiced good. I mean, yeah, but they've always had pretty good luck with getting some good voice actors, though. I mean, yeah, but Clint, this Call of Duty is on a fucking scale. It makes any other Call of Duty look like a tiny game compared to this one. This one has like a fucking huge cast, dude. Like I'm telling you, you walk around your fucking battleship Galactica fucking spaceship, dude. And you could like go through different decks, different fucking cargo holds, and you walk onto the bridge, and you have like twenty fucking people on there, and they all acknowledge you if you walk up to them. Like a guy will be like, "Oh, sir, you know, we're looking at fucking transmissions from blah blah blah," or like, "Hey, you know, good work out there today. You fucking really fucked those guys up," or like, you know, you walk up to the fucking main commander, fucking the person who, you know, and your guy will start talking to them and be like, "Hey, how's it going? Tell me about this," and they'll start talking to you. It's fucking crazy the way they did it. I think. Honestly, it makes me want to play the new Mass Effect just because I just hope this is what EA does with the Mass Effect game. I hope Mass it feels will be as immersive, Hands fucking down. crazy, dude. I just it makes me so excited for like space warfare again. This is fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, but Call of Duty is not a space warfare game. It's always been a military warfare game. Yeah, so but this Infinite that's... Warfare is not Call of Duty. It is Call of Duty. This is a new it direction is. for Call of Duty, I think. I think they're 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 trying to improve their campaigns because everybody gives them shit about the campaigns, but like honestly the reviews they've seen for this game are good. Like every reviewer is saying like at least this game's at least an eight. The campaign holds up. And if you look at the negatives on this game, the negatives are the multiplayer. They're like the multiplayer is yeah. uninspired. The multiplayer is Black Ops 3 on steroids and a fucking dog that runs around like a robot and fucks you up. I mean, you know what I mean? So the, that's the crazy part about this game. Call of Duty has always been ranked where like, oh, the multiplayer is stellar. The campaign is kind of, uh, it's cool. Have fun. But now people are re- reviewing it and they're like, whoa, the campaign is fucking great. Play that. Fuck the multiplayer. You know? And that's not Call of Duty. That's fucking crazy. To me, that's crazy. Like, I wish I could just buy the campaign. So do I, I really man. Do. If you just fucking split the campaign away from the multiplayer, they would sell a lot of the copies of that shit because that shit is fun. I'm telling you, you're going to yeah. hear it on a ton of... You're going to hear it on more podcasts than just this one. The, the campaign is fucking solid in this Call of Duty. It's good. All right. Play it, guys. Woo! I'll give it a try when I get a chance. Definitely. Um, I have to refuse just based on principle alone. I have to stick to my gun somewhere. Yeah. I'm telling you, you're going to miss out on a cool fucking game, dude. I'm not, not going to pay anything for I'm it. I'm not that's missing out on anything. I have a lot that's keeping me very occupied and very entertained. You're missing out oh, on, yeah. on the greatness of Call of Duty, dude. <laughs> dude, Call of Duty was never great to me. Commander, yeah, me either. Commander Reyes needs your help. No. I don't okay, care for so... competitive multiplayer, so that's why it never appealed <laughs> really? to me. I've always played the campaigns. 
Um, yeah. And I enjoyed them f- for quite a while, but you know, it just got stale. And there's uh, only and one care campaign, for it anymore. And there's only one Call of Duty campaign that ever interested me enough to actually finish it, and that was the first Black Ops. Yeah. Really? Huh. That's weird. Yeah, a lot of people don't like that Black Ops the campaign in that one. I thought it was a little bit different, and I was able to to play through it. And yeah. I have to admit, I liked some of the multiplayer in there. It wasn't like the regular public multiplayer. It was that combat training mode that they had in there, where it was like a, the private multiplayer, basically. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because I had the I had a bot few mode one where that, they had like bots and shit running around. Yeah, and mm. me and my friends that I played it with, that was just what we liked to go in there and do. Mm. But I don't know. I mean, I've always been more of a battlefield uh, person when it comes to that type of shooter, anyway. Uh, yeah. You know, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, because. I played and I liked a number of the Halo games way back in the day. I liked all the old Medal of Honor games, the Rainbow Sixes and Ghost Recons, and <laughs> I don't know. I like I, I like that more squad based, more tactical. Hmm. Yeah, thing. hell yeah. Wholeheartedly yeah. agree. Yeah. Now Siege is good, man. I love I love Siege. Oh, oh, Siege is definitely fun. But one, I know, like one shooter though that I've been having a lot of fun with lately though, mm-hmm. is uh, Overwatch. Really? Yeah. You went back to it, huh? I did. In fact, I was even playing it again today when I got home from work. Wow. Okay. Tell me, about, uh, tell me about Overwatch. Well, w- one of the things that's keeping me into it is there's a character that they're going to be releasing soon, and I forget her name. But, oh, um, I saw that. Yeah, I got an email about it, and I want to say it's like Samara or something, but I know that. Yeah, part. it's something like that. Yeah, it's similar, but the, I I know I don't have it exact. But I was reading, and some of her, like some of her, like her special abilities, is basically knocking out other people's special abilities. Sombra. Yeah. So she like yeah, Sombra. Sombra, that's it. Yeah, she goes around and basically like knocks out people's abilities and like temporarily like turns so, them off. So her ability is to fuck with other people's abilities. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. And Som- that's Sombra a, is Spanish for shadow. That's too, a so big. That uh, that's a big uh, help. I could see that being a big tactical advantage yeah. to the team, you know. But they, uh, but you know, I what I like with Overwatch is they have like these little. Sp- special event modes that they keep coming out with and you know they had a pretty fun one for Halloween uh, they've got another one now that pin where you can only pick between uh, two of the female characters uh, one's I forget which I think I want to say it's Farah and Mercy and I was that's what I was playing today and I was having a lot of fun with it but other other shooters, I actually just because uh, I've also been still playing through the Bioshock games. I finally went back and refinished uh, Bioshock One, and I'm about to start Bioshock Two. 
I tried to start it last night, but like right after the opening cutscene, I dozed off in front of the Xbox. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. And then, hey, Clint, yeah, did you do the Junkenstein event? Did you feed him? I I I didn't feed him, but I I did play in that event a little bit. Yeah, you get the Halloween loot crates. That was pretty cool. And oh the yeah. Skins. Yeah, I got I got a couple that were really cool. I got I got like a victory pose that's actually a gravestone with an arm sticking out of it. Yeah. They need to have the. I love Overwatch. The one thing though is that there isn't enough of a sense of progression and rewards in that game at times. Yeah. Like, you yeah, play that's what I've <laughs> Yeah, like, you play Gears 4, for example, you get a shit ton of, like, crafting materials and the cards you can use and oh, different yeah. modes. Oh, dude, I love Gears. Yeah, and... You know that, it was we played. Yeah, 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 we had a good time, we, we need to do more often, but... Oh, yeah. Well, Overwatch, there's so many opportunities for them to have that kind of stuff, and it's kind of... Sometimes you're just grinding and grinding for nothing, and... Yeah. You know, I, I always feel like... Who's to say down, some man. of that stuff can't come down the pipeline, though? I mean, you yeah. know, there's always... I mean, because that game has had some pretty good support so far. You know, oh, yeah. and, you know, constant involvement from the development team. So I think things like that could make it in is, you know, if, you know, if people are being vocal about that's what, you know, that's what they want. I think it could I mean. Come in. But I mean, the reason I say it is because outside of the Blizzard love and the fact that Overwatch caught on and released in a good time, it could it could have ended up like Battleborn, which Battleborn is a great game. Oh yeah, Battleborn was fun, man. People hate on it, but it was a good game, and it still is. But Overwatch took over its spot, right? Like the market can only support so many games, so that's why you know Jesus talking about Infinite Warfare. I'm like, that sounds cool, but Titanfall Two is probably better across the board in all of those things except maybe the campaign I, I, I might accept that an Infinite Warfare campaign might have more polish you know yeah yeah and then you got games that are you know still out there too uh, shooter-ish games that are still out there like Destiny Yeah, Ryan <laughs> shame shame, shame. I, was, I was waiting for it but I I did play a little bit of that this week. It was funny because uh, last Sunday I, you know, it was early. I w- woke up. I was like, you know what? Let me mess around in Destiny a little bit. I get it, and I get in, and all of a sudden, like Ryan sending me party invites. Like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Stop playing that trash game. Pl- come play something good. <laughs> Pretty much. So I did. Not bad. But yeah, and I I mean, I don't know. Actually, another game that just had a really fun uh, stuff for Halloween was... Well, it was just in the collectibles. But Rocket League actually had a lot of good Halloween collectibles. Rocket League is going to get a lot more free content and a steady flow of content because Mm -hmm. it's getting pushed for the esports scene now like hardcore oh yeah 
Yeah, in fact, I just saw on the main menu today the advertisement was for a championship going on. Yep. But Which the weirdest thing is Rocket I don't League. Qualify for, sadly. Yeah, that's a tough game, and it's fun. But to be competitive, you need to be hardcore. Like people in that game do one v one. I'm like, that sounds boring as hell. Like I like full teams that one v one in Rocket League. Yeah, I I tried one v one, and I even played the other day uh, with a buddy of mine. We were playing hoops, which is just two v two, and I'm like, come on, we need more people in here. I'm like, they need to extend yeah. the court a little bit and mm-hmm. let you add a third player. Like, yeah, I think minimum three v three is the best. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, but like my favorite mode in there still is the uh, hockey. It's playing yeah, with the little puck. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that that mode's fun. I like that one. Yeah. I haven't met a Canadian yet who hasn't liked that mode. Mm. <laughs> I don't even uh, care for hockey, man. I just like that mode. It's fun. Yeah, it's fun. But uh, actually, Ryan, I'm anxious to hear what... Cause the, I'm actually anxious to hear what y- your thoughts are on uh, uh, The Escapist. Because I saw that you had that listed in the notes. Yeah, I tried uh, that a little bit, and I'm curious on your thoughts. I did the same. I tried it a very little bit. I played until, like, I got into the jail, so I went through the little tutorial at the beginning, and I got into the jail, so I was starting my game. And I, I did a little bit of walking around and investigating, and I saw some guy get knocked out, so I stole all his stuff. And then... I couldn't figure out what to do. I I was supposed to give somebody duct tape, and I had the duct tape, but I couldn't figure out how to give it to them. And then I just kind of went, ah, okay, I'm done with this. I'm going to play Titanfall instead. (laughs) Actually, I did the exact same thing, but I think I switched to Rocket League instead. (laughs) But, yeah, I couldn't figure out how to turn in the objectives, and I was just like, yeah, this just isn't going to work for me. Yeah, I, I I couldn't get into it. Um, I might try it again. I just that I got to a point where I was like, I got better things to play than this, and I was just like, all right, I'm off. Yeah, but yeah. I, I've also been playing Titanfall two. Um, played that with you, Clint. Yeah, uh, I had a blast with that game. I'm really enjoying it. Like I said, I don't care for competitive multiplayer really, but that multiplayer is still kind of fun. I like running around and. You get your Titan and you jump in. It's just badass, man. Like, I got I, I unlocked the Tone uh, Titan and I use him a lot and he's he's pretty good. He's got that, mm-hmm. that heavy shot. Um, yeah, that gun that he has is just pretty badass. Yeah. Uh, and have have you been going around and like hopping onto the enemy Titan, pulling out their battery, and then like putting it into one of your guys' Titans? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I yeah, love it's, doing it's that. It's cool. Um, also been playing a lot of Gears of War 4. Uh, been doing some Horde with Clint and Eric. Um, and that's t- it's still fun, man. It's a great game. Jesus, yeah. I don't know. You're missing out, bro. You gotta One get of these Gears days, of we're going to get to wave 50. <laughs> One of these days, yeah. We keep Which getting to about 30, and then everyone gives up. 
Which is funny because I've gone through it twice, and then whenever I, you know, get with Eric, and I feel kind of bad because every time I get or try to get in there with Eric, we just like lose people and yeah. Because it was good when we had that team of five, we were rocking it for a while, and then oh yeah, but then know. it just got to be Everyone the three of leave. us. And yeah, I did not want to admit it, but I was like, we're not going to get past this. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we're just going to frustrate ourselves and. Not rage quit, but we're just going to be like, fuck it, I'm done. Just, yeah, give up. <laughs> but yeah, and then I started playing some co-op gears with uh, with Eric as well. We played through a bit of the the first campaign, or the first chapter of the cam- campaign. Oh, awesome. Uh, we did that earlier today. I don't know where he is tonight. He was supposed to be here. Oh, so you're, so you're caught up on that then. Asleep. So once you and I, you know... Uh, yeah, I'm not finished it. We we didn't finish the first chapter. Oh, yeah. okay. We're almost there. Um, and then I've been playing a little bit of Forza Horizon 3. That's still great. Uh, still racing around in that game. Um, looks freaking gorgeous. It's just a beautiful, beautiful game. Um, and that's it, man. Yogi, man, what have you been playing? Pretty much the same stuff. Uh, Titanfall yeah. 2 in particular. Rainbow Six Siege has been my staple because I'm a tactical shooter kind of guy. I could do the run and gun stuff, but I'm getting too old for that shit. Like, my kids are way better at it than me. And, and I, I, I just don't, I don't have the drive to play enough to, and practice to get that good in those games. You know, these kids are yeah. no scoping, freaking spinning around doing dipsy doo dunkaroos and i'm like yeah let me just peek a corner <laughs> and shoot you like and, uh, too it's much the evolution of the gamer yeah <laughs> or de-evolution depending who you ask yeah <laughs> you know because those kids are coming over to rainbow six siege now and they want to just blitz and they don't want to call things out they don't want to roll with the team they want a lone wolf to try to carry the team and in siege that shit yeah. doesn't fly in 90 percent of the time yeah, you know, you got to work as a team. Yeah, and you got to communicate. Like, you know, you got to call things out. And say, hey, he's by these by this thing, or they're coming from that direction. I got fired out from that direction. You know, stuff like that. Or they broke this window. This, this, I hear footsteps. You know, Call of Duty is just like mindless. It's just ro- run through it. And it's like pew 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 wee. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I see that pew. And the thing is, ironically. Titanfall 2 it is that, but I enjoy it. Like they, they do it in a way that I actually get engaged and I'm, I'm into it. It's weird. So, like, now I see Call of Duty becoming more run and gun, less boots in the ground, far less tactical. It's just spray and pray, run around like a fairy. And, you know, but Titanfall 2 does all that better. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that infinite warfare multiplayer is bad. I'm sorry. The hit detection, it just feels sloppy and clunky. Like there's times, there's been several times I'll shoot at someone, I'll catch them off guard. Like, let me say, I, th- I throw a whole clip in their back, they don't die. They turn around, shoot me once I'm dead. And I'm like, yeah. the fuck? The game has sync issues too because sometimes you'll watch the kill cam and you're like, that's not what happened on my side. At all. It's never what happens on your side. Come on, let's be honest. <laughs> Every no, time I die, 95% of my, my deaths are because of lag. Fucking lag. 
but this is the epitome of bad. Like, I understand, like, video games, you know, online games, as good as, as the broadband has become, it's not truly real time. People don't understand. There's little delays. There's little magic tricks they do to make it seem like it's completely responsive. But really, it's not. You know, and every game has those tells. Like in Siege, you'll watch a kill cam and you'll see the spray patterns are different. And people are like, oh, that's bullshit. He didn't even see me. But people don't understand. It's not a recording of what actually happened. It's it, They're using a script to kind of recreate that scenario as yeah. best as they can. You know, and... and but the Call of Duty Infinite Warfare to me is almost unplayable. It's like, why would I want this if Blaps 3 is the same game but actually done right now the campaign i'm i'm interested to do that and of course you know most people are buying call of duty infinite warfare for the remaster of four which definitely you know you could say is the best of the series or i would say modern warfare 2 was probably the peak of call of duty modern warfare 2 i would say is the best out of the modern warfare series yeah and then it's just downhill from there no black ops 2 was good uh that was it was that was like my the one multiplayer I spent the most time on, I literally prestiged all the way, like, maximum prestige on that one. Like, I went all out crazy on that one. It was great until the lag switchers oh, took yeah. over. Especially in the competitive mode, I would do the built-in, like, uh, championship circuit thing they would do, where you go up these brackets. Yeah. And the lag switching, all the bullshit, people were DDoSing, it was just terrible. But that's the audience that they have. <laughs> but uh, Battlefield One, I've been playing that. You know, it's a good game. But then I, I keep finding that I, it's not a game I want to jump into by myself. Like I have Overwatch, I got Siege, I got Gears Four, Titanfall Two. Those are calling me a lot more than Battlefield One, at least for solo play. You know, but Battlefield One, I, I, I don't know. I'm having a little bit of trouble with it. It's not. I don't know what it is. It's fun, but it's, I, I just feel like we're in a point right now where it's just too many good games, and there's going to be... The bottom's falling out, really, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, hell, I'd rather play... Right now, I'd rather play Doom on Xbox One before I play more Battlefield 1 on my own. Why? Yeah, I had fun with Doom. Why not? Doom's a good game. No, but I mean, Doom why? Is a fantastic why? Game. What's wrong with Battlefield? It's not sucking me in, and I like Battlefield. I actually love the series. Mm-hmm. I was a huge Battlefield 2 fan. Bad Company is fantastic. 3, to me, was my favorite. Now, people say, well, Battlefield 4 was better, but yeah, three was I kind of missed too. the boat on Battlefield 4 because by the time I jumped into it, everybody was already fed up with all the bugs and stopped playing, pretty much. That game. And again, I don't like playing randoms. That's a huge community, though, man. Battlefield 4 does. Um, the one thing I do have to say about Battlefield... Uh, Yogi is I personally feel like you have to just like any other Battlefield game you have to play it with friends man cause yeah. being in there alone is it's kinda shitty it gets lame it's like oh man like fuck you know it sucks yeah if you get a full squad it's fantastic but just jumping into a random game and then going to a random squad and no one's communicating like you don't feel immersed you don't feel engaged with yeah. it the other quality too Man, the lag with that game, like in the menus, have you guys noticed that? No. Instead of just loading the matches, it's been an Mm -hmm. issue with a lot of people are are talking about that. 
Well, there is long load times in Battlefield. That's the one I do have to say. There is very long load times, but I've never experienced any problems with the menu, with the main menu or the multiplayer menus. Or... Are you using the menu during a match, though? During the match, the only thing I do know is there's a lag on is when I press pause. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Fucking press pause, dude. Like, you're fucked. That thing just takes forever to, like... It, it, it's not forever. It's, like, probably two seconds in real life, but... In gaming time, that's like forever. Feels forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in gaming time, when you're, at the fucking, you're about to get shot, it feels like forever when that fucking pause doesn't go away right away. Or I've also noticed that when I'm trying to switch out my loadouts, when I'm trying to switch out my, let's say, one of my guns, um, it'll, it'll show the list of the guns that I can buy. And I'm going through the list, you know, checking the stats of each one. And all of a sudden, my class resets. It just resets. It's like, oh, now you yeah. have this class. Good luck. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck happened to my other class? You know, like, and then I have to go through and reset my class how it was because it just fucking resets class. So I noticed that, like, if you want to get a gun, you just have to select it right away and, and back out of that menu really quick before it'll just reset your whole fucking class, which sucks. That's so weird. there is bugs to it. Yeah. There's a lot of bugs. It's the thing. Like, um... I don't know if you guys remember how Battlefield 3 launched, but oh, that was mostly oh, playable God, yeah. for the first oh, month or two. At least this game is playable. But it still got issues. And yeah, the thing but is, it's playable. This game, there hasn't been a time... There's been maybe one day that I was I couldn't get into a match. It kicked me out of the servers. It said, like, all servers are not out online. One day. With Battlefield 3 launch, man... It was literally every fucking day you would get on, you couldn't get on because it's like, yeah. oh, the servers are down. The server too full. The servers are down. Oh, we weren't expecting this many players. At least yeah. this time. That's just a cop out. At least this time they were expecting that many players and they had enough servers to support the amount of players getting on there. The only day that I, I saw they had like trouble was the day that Titanfall launched. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. they were switching yeah. servers around or giving more servers to Titanfall or something, but... That's the day that they had issues. I think EA was just probably overloaded with too many players, man. But Titanfall 2 has far less players, but it finds matches quickly and it's no problem. They are it does split up your party if you invite your network, but if you squad up officially, no, they fine. fixed that apparently. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did fix it. From what I heard, I, I haven't noticed anything happen again, so I guess it's fixed. <laughs> but this is the problem, though. You know. EA has been notorious with their Battlefield launches, and we're, be we're becoming kind of complacent and apologetic for them because you look at games like Gears 4, again, Titanfall 2, and I know that's an EA product as well, but if you look at these games, it's like, what happened? The quality control here was good, and then Battlefield, like, yeah, they got it better, but it's still not a, a fully polished product, I feel like. And I don't know, like, Delay it if you have to. Release it when it's stable, you know? I don't know. Yeah. But even though it doesn't have multiplayer components, or, well, rather they, but a lot of Bethesda games, you know, are buggy and glitch, glitchy at launch, too. Yeah, you know, your Fallout just games, know. Elder Scrolls, and, you know, people just... Yeah, like yeah, like you just said, Ryan, people just know, and they, they've come to know it, and, you know... Not necessarily, well, yeah, I kind of accept it, you know, because there will be patches and stuff, and I think it's kind of the same thing with Battlefield. I mean, everybody just kind of expects that Battlefield launches are going to be buggy. Yeah, that's a shame. I mean, 
when you compare Bethesda, like, compare that to Bethesda games, you know, you're talking about games that are on a massive scale. Those are huge worlds. Yeah. That's why they don't have the online component because that'll just break things even further. Oh, yeah. So I think there it's a little more allowable because you're building a narrative. You, you have a huge world. You have to make every aspect of every nook and cranny interesting. The scale in Battlefield is, is big, but it's not massive, right? You get those mm-hmm. epic battles, but you would think, like, if this other competition releasing shooters that are comparable, you know, even, you know what, B- Star Wars Battlefront, it's very similar to Battlefield 1. I'm going to say it. The only yeah. difference between Battlefield 1 and Battlefront is the skin. <laughs> I'm going to have to disagree with you, Yogi. Battlefield 1, uh, Battlefield game in general, Battlefield 4, even or Battlefield 3, compared to Star Wars Battlefront, is more complicated than Battlefront, I would think, to even make. Because in, in Battlefront, the shooting is very simple. It's like a Call of Duty shooter. Like You don't really have to aim. Uh, all the players kind of get spawned really close to each other to kind of force you to be like always in front of an enemy they're never it's never in in a game of of battlefront where you could spawn at your base and walk for like 10 minutes across the map which in battlefield if you want to you can spawn in a helicopter jump off the fucking helicopter land on top of this mountain camp there and snipe from that area the whole match when battlefront you can't do that you have to always be in front of the enemy another thing in battlefield you have destruction destruction and Battlefield changes everything, man. If if you ever see that Zeppelin fucking crash and destroy, like, <laughs> ten buildings at the same time, you're just like, whoa, what the fuck? That shit's fucking cool, man. You got all these planes flying around, the Zeppelins. You got people with flamethrowers running around. The destruction is crazy in Battlefield 1. I think it would be a much more complicated game to make than Battlefront. Battlefront just seems like a simple... To me, people like to compare it to Battlefield, and I guess you kind of have to because it's made by Dice. But I would compare it more to like uh, Call of Duty and third person. What's what's a game like Call of Duty that's third person? What Gears of War, but not really. Gears of War is different. Mm -mm. I don't know a game like Call of Duty, but in third person. That's what Battlefront is. It's not like Battlefield. See that. I just because in Battlefront is so though. so, yeah, so easy to shoot. You just pew 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 hit the guy. Yeah, like but twice. you know, Battlefront. The Battlefront games always had a battlefield feel to them, though. They kind of did. It was kind of massive. And I'm I'm referring, but you know, back to the the first one was cool, know, man. Yeah, the first two was it the, the first, original yeah. one and two? Yeah, those were fucking yeah. cool games. They were they were I honestly think they were way better games than what was released with Battlefront of last year's. Uh, that's just yeah. my opinion. They were just bigger. No, I agree because, well, it wasn't just that, you know, the multiplayer seemed bigger, but, you know, at least there you also had the single-player campaign Yeah, that you could go through. You know, you had more space battles. You could, and in the space battles in the current Battlefront, you know, you're just, you spawn in your ship and you're flying around shooting, you get blown up, you respawn right in your ship. The levels in, like, Battlefront 2, for example, you know, back in that era, y- you could fly around, but you could get out of your ship. You know, you could dock it in, like, the, you know, big Imperial ship and run around and... Hmm. It, it was on a very impressive scale for what it was at the time. 
Yeah. You know, but yeah, unfortunately, I think even as much as I like the current Battlefront, you know, there's a number of areas where that game is lacking. You know, when you look at its predecessors, of course. They watered it down a bit, unfortunately. Sure. Was it yeah. New yeah. Battlefront? I did fucking water that thing down quite a bit, dude. But there's still tons of content there, even if you yeah. don't get the expansions. Like, there's tons of ways to enjoy the game. Yeah. And then they have yeah, the... it was fun at first, but... And it is a yeah. beautiful game, I gotta say that. If they had destruction yeah. in Battlefront, man, it would give... Not in Battlefield, in Battlefront. They would give Battlefield a run for its money, because... That game is gorgeous. Battlefront is like a fucking beautiful game. You can sit there and just look at the forest and be like, whoa, this looks fucking amazing. Yeah. How do they achieve this? And that this? music. Yeah. The music is grippy, man. Like yeah, all that. There's a lot of production value there. Right? Was that right? It pulls at your nostalgia, right? Oh, yeah. And even, I think, even putting aside your love for Star Wars, it's just a track that really gets you going. It gets you pumped. When you yeah. listen to the soundtrack of Battlefield One, it's depressing as fuck. You die, it's like <laughs> yeah, but it's a de- it's a depressing time. Yeah, it's, like, a, it's kind of they're trying to go for the feels, man. They're trying yeah. to. It's, I mean, it's about war. I don't want know. feels in multiplayer. Not not sad feels. I want to be happy or really pumped. I don't want to be like I'm depressed. You I'm want, gonna kill myself. You want now. that like, dubstep music from Call of Duty Black Ops Two? I mean, anything is better than what they have right now. <laughs> that sad violin. I mean, that's slit your wrist music, man. Yeah. Hey man, we've used the sad violin before. Yeah, I used the sad <laughs> violin before too. Yeah, put the sad violin sad in like a Bioshock sports. game or something. <laughs> I don't know, compared to multiplayer, I'm sorry. That's, it just feels off. But you know, they also said that uh, they're going to stagger the releases of Battlefield and Battlefront games. Like, this is going to be the plan, isn't that what they were saying? And you'll have next year's Battlefront 2, and then after that, a new Battlefield, and they keep doing it like that. I so, so, yeah, I think they're going to be switching off from Battlefield and Battlefront from here on out. So next year should be to. Battlefront. Even and, and I think, and I think Battlefield, like the next, let's say Battlefield Five or whatever, when that game comes out, I don't think it'll come out till twenty twenty. But I think somewhere in between now and twenty twenty, we'll get like a Battlefield, like a hardline one. You know, like a. Half-ass version of Battlefield. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't yeah. the biggest. I wasn't the biggest fan of Hardline. Well, Hardline is not a Battlefield game. That's the thing. It was a game that was made by an independent studio. EA said, "Hey, can we stop the Battlefield name on that?" They're like, "Sure," and then that's what they did, and they kind of retrofitted everything. Definitely. Um. So what else? Uh, Overwatch. I played the Halloween event. That was fun. Uh, it seems like Diva is being taken seriously now in the meta. If people just say she's terrible, I'm like, I always I played her since day one in the beta and an alpha, and now it's like everybody's rolling her. Like, okay, now she's suddenly a good, uh, respectable character. It's just funny how the how competitive mm-hmm. games are. Like when the meta shifts, everybody's like, oh yeah, I, I always knew she was good. No, you didn't. You were laughing before. <laughs> yeah. So who who do, who's your like go to character when you when you play Overwatch? Diva's one of them for sure. Or I like anyone to support because few people like playing support. Everybody wants the ones that do the most damage, right? Because those are the ones that get in the play of the game. Like the healers, 
you know, the, the playmakers don't get play of the game. It's the, it's the one that get the multi kills. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So no, that's that's the sexy thing to do is be the the damage dealer. But I'll play Mercy. I'll play. Uh, I like Farah. She's cool. Um, my cat's singing in the background. Out of here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Play? Oh, I like uh, Roadhog. He's fun. Oh, I love playing as Roadhog. He's probably yeah. my go-to guy. Yeah. When and I then, can't I'm, make up my mind, I'm like Roadhog. Yeah, and I can't remember the name of the robot, like the the robot guy. Oh, um, it, it, Bastion. It, yeah, Bastion. Yeah, he's good too. And it, it depends on the map too, because like a Bastion is good in maps with really nice bottlenecks where you can post up mm-hmm. and just mow people down as they go through the bottlenecks. Oh yeah, but like, I map, love, Bastion. I love playing bad. with him on the Temple of Anubis. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's funny though, because playing Overwatch sometimes just makes me want to go back to Heroes of the Storm more, which is another game that I love. I'm, I'm a big MOBA guy, uh, and Heroes of the Storm is like top notch for me. Uh, Smite, Smite is good too. Uh, I played a little bit of the Division. Gonna get that new patch, the 1.4 patch. Yeah, I played a little bit of it with the new patch too. Is it better yeah. now? Is it like, was the patch worth it? It addressed a lot of the core issues. Which was like the, the leveling, right, and all that shit. Well, mainly the fact that the main challenge from the game came from the enemies being bullet sponges rather mm. than it being mechanics like you would expect from MMOs or, you know, those type of games. Because uh, that's really the thing with Division is people expected it to be an ac- action shooter in the open world, but it's really more of an RPG first and a tactical shooter second. Yeah, yeah the open world is there, but it's a byproduct of it being kind of a... It's really an MMORPG, if you think about it, just mm-hmm. on a smaller scale. Um, so they fixed the, 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 the bullet sponge stuff. They made the AI smarter to offset the fact that the time to kill is much shorter than what it was before. Uh, so that endgame content is still challenging, but it's challenging more based on your skill level rather than gear level, stupid crap like that. Um, they improved the damage scaling and they made it less homogenized. So what was happening, a lot of people ended up just running the same builds. It's like basically two or three end builds. You know, it's the cookie cutter thing you see in games like World of Warcraft and Destiny and... You know, any kind of game that has gear, it's like, well, this is the gear you want to run if you want to be viable in PvP or PvE. So now everything scales with your level, and there's a lot more options to suit your playstyle. Um, they, did, they did a lot of shit. Uh, better loot drops. They made crafting made, they made crafting more attractive by making it easier to find materials. Because that was a pain in the butt. Just farming materials was a thing. People will farm for, like, five to eight hours to get a few materials just to start crafting something and if and when you're crafting you would always you would need a lot of materials because you every time you craft you get random stats and you'll say this is a bad roll i'm gonna craft it again ah oh, this is a shitty roll i don't like stats but and then you keep, keep crafting until you get the item you want uh not very fun so they, they're, they're fixing a lot of those things uh they addressed a lot of those things with 1.4 and i love the game I, you know what I'm looking forward to Ghost Recon Wildlands. I'm a big Tom Clancy guy. Mm-hmm. And everybody's QQ. You know, they're crying like, oh, I hope it's not going to be like the Division. That game was trash. Ah, shut up. You just, I don't know what you guys wanted it to be, but Division is exactly what it was supposed to be. Wildlands looks cool. 
I don't know, man. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It looks like a cool game. And one of the games I had the most fun with on the 360 was uh, Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter. Yes. Hell, one and, one and two were great. Yep. Graw was great, and it kind of fell off after a while. Well, it still has been a great series. Like, Future Soldier was actually really good, but just released at a bad time. There's too many shooters out there. Yeah, see, I never got to play it. It's a good game. It's still good to go back to. It's worth going back to. Um, so, Ghost Recon, Ghost Recon Wildlands, I think, is going to have some similarities to Division. So there's going to be comparisons, inevitably, but I think it's going to be a game to keep on your radar if you want something different and you like tactical shooters. So, I played a little Diablo 3, and... Well, I know I play some other stuff. You know, I do always go back to Diablo 3 every now and then. Oh, and lots of Hearthstone. I always play lots of Hearthstone. on. see on my cell phone. What are you playing Diablo 3 on? I play it on PC and Xbox One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A bunch of us have it on Xbox One. I have it on PC, too. I don't think I have it installed right now. Yeah, I'm down to play. Um, I'm not very high level. That's, that's like my palate cleanser. I just jump into it, goof around, have a great old time. Now, oh, we can to... we can help you out with that. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you if you guys want to roll, man, definitely. I mean, I know there's waste of power level, but I never have. I rarely have friends to play it with. Like, well, if you come in with I some have... high level people and just sit back, we yep. can just rip through everything, and you'll level up like crazy. Yeah, me and Ryan both found guys that were just awesome, just power level high us. level, and just. Yeah, just power leveled the shit out of us. Yeah, but is it fun once you're like at the no, old cap? Oh yeah, when you're at the cap. But we're not at the cap. We're not. Yeah, even we're, close, nowhere, near, you're yeah, we're nowhere near. Because after you get the cap, the cap is what seventy, I think. Yeah. Then you start earning your paragon levels, and the paragon levels will like go on forever. I think. I don't think there's a cap on it. It just keeps going. Hmm. You guys just play like hardcore mode or hell difficulty. What do you do when you reach that? And We're usually playing like Torment One or Two, I think. Yeah, yeah. I want to say Torment Two. Yeah, and then we just kind of just go through story or do do uh, adventure mode or whatever. I still haven't beaten the story on that. <laughs> you really? Really? Yeah, I keep, I just. <sighs> Get that, you you haven't played the last chapter characters. then, the new one? I haven't. I, I've gone. I'm, I'm up to like act two or three or something. Like I'm just take. I've oh, always really? taken my time, and I just roll a new character each time. I just, I just like I said, I just goof around on it, and you know, yeah. I put a lot of time into Diablo two and, and beat it several times. But this one, I'm just kind of just fooling around. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I love Diablo, man. I've been a Diablo fan for a long time. It's yeah, my it's favorite. Been- Blizzard property, so... Yeah. Speaking of Diablo, I came across something that said that Blizzard's going to be making uh, Diablo 1 inside of Diablo 3. Yeah, I heard about this. <laughs> that sounds awesome. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it says... Uh, yeah, because I have the Kotaku article right here. It says that Blizzard's going to release a remake of Diablo inside Diablo 3 as part of an upcoming 20th anniversary patch. It'll include a 16-level dungeon and the four main bosses from the first Diablo. Uh, the patch is called The Darkening of Tristram. Uh, 
It's going to be free to the Reaper of Souls owners on PC and console. Hmm. Nice. That's dope. I was wondering about that because they usually release the PC version first and then the console version like gets it if they're lucky. Yeah. That's how Blizzard yeah. usually works. But Diablo 3, it has been pretty good for that console-wise. They've been releasing alongside with what's releasing on the PC pretty much. Yeah. Well, because the article came out yesterday, which was Friday, and it said the patch will be live on the public test realm next week. So, which I'm assuming is, you know, the yeah. PC crowd. So, yeah, yeah, they'll have it a little bit before us. It doesn't say when the, you know, when the patch is going to go live, but still, I think that's going to be great. When is the 20th anniversary? I don't know. Because. Because for me, Diablo 3, because I'm really late to the PC gaming side of things. Um, so Diablo 3 was actually my first exposure to Diablo. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, like, when I think about Diablo, I think about, like, when I was a teenager, like, playing fucking Diablo, man, like... Yeah, I don't know. There's yeah. so there's so much nostalgia to to that. Yeah, no, Ryan, I'm like remember... I'm like one of the young bucks. <laughs> yeah, Ryan, do you remember when uh, people used to dupe items in uh, original Diablo? Yeah, man. The what was it? The great plate of the whale was like the best armor you could get, and then oh, you would I can't people. remember. Yeah, <laughs> you just spawn it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, those are good times. And actually, uh, the original Diablo released in December on December thirty first, nineteen ninety six. That sounds about right. I remember it was December thirty first. Yeah, really, it, it released on New Year's. That's a yeah. weird date. <laughs> See, hmm. that's the thing. The gaming industry before used to take a lot more risks. People used to release summer blockbusters. They used to release games in weird times uh, like after Christmas. Now that happens more now than than these days because like you know you think about think about back when we were when we were younger January February March April May and then even throughout the summer there weren't a lot of games coming out you know what I mean now it's like January and February and March are like huge months well like especially games March are, games are coming out like crazy yeah March seems to be the beginning of it all right yeah, because I remember games the like the summer. Uh, yeah, like certain launches. Like I remember South Park Stick of Truth launched in in a March. Yeah, yeah. Um, and February's uh, the end of February is a big big month now too, big time usually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're probably trying to capture that uh, tax return money, but there's still a lot of dead <laughs> yeah. zones. Well, yeah, you know, there's still a lot of dead zones where I just look at it like. There's so many games that are just unfortunate because when they release, they choose like the worst release windows. Like, yeah, hey, uh, I got a game called Animated Stick People, and uh, I'm gonna release it when uh, when uh, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare comes out. Like, well, yeah. I want to play. <laughs> so someone's gonna only buy one or game. Even, even something that we talked about earlier, Battleborn releasing one week before Overwatch. That was yep. like the worst idea ever. Or yep. even Titanfall releasing in between Battlefield and Call of Duty. That's like, you know, that's yeah. not that's good. Logo. Like, we could you imagine about, uh, the gaming drought? Remember, 
Yeah. yeah. People were saying, oh, there's nothing to play. Yeah. All these months. I wish they would spread them out more. Yeah. Yeah. It's the and summertime now- when they should spread them out, but... I think people are afraid of releasing games in June because all everybody's talking about is E3. They get overshadowed, man. Yeah. Well, yeah, because you get your wave in the first quarter of the year. You get your wave of games that come out in Q1. And then, like, after April, everything start does start to die down a little bit because mm. you get the E3 announcements. You know, and then everybody's just, you know... Waiting for E3 announcements. Just, well, once they get those, then they're just waiting for fall for lo- some of those games to start coming out. Yeah. Yeah. And, but yeah, like, I don't know, because you look at, like, different movies, for example, and they'll change the release date because they don't want to go up against a certain movie. You yeah, know, I there just was think a, video games like, can't do that, man. Like, what mo- I think it was Ready Player One changed its release date. Because it was originally set to go up against Star Wars. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's like, you know, you get... Why can't they do that more with the game industry? You know, spread that out. Wish they you know? would. Yeah, because for me, that would make my last couple of weeks a hell of a lot easier. Because <laughs> I had to make a very hard choice between Skyrim Remastered and Titanfall 2. Now, currently, I feel I made the right choice. Titanfall 2. But don't get me wrong, I'm dude, I am tempted even right now to just, you know, pull up the store app on my Xbox and <laughs> and just buy fucking Skyrim, but I can't. I have to wait. I've got stuff. Yeah, buddy. You know, yeah, and then even And what was it? Even the the uh like third episode of Telltale's Batman just released uh, that same week with uh, Titanfall two and uh, Skyrim two. You That's know that nice, got totally, this is this is the yeah that got totally the first, overshadowed. This is the first few weeks of the year, those are the the few weeks of the year where you have to spend money if you want to keep up with all the games. But speaking of Titanfall two guys, Titanfall two sales are not hitting expectations. The UK released their sales charts for Titanfall two. And it barely, it was not even the first on the list. It was kind of like a number four spot. And Respawn Entertainment just released a statement saying that they'd expect the game to not sell very well. Um, Titanfall 1 sold 11 million copies on Xbox One alone when they released in 2013, 2014. Uh, Sold 11 million copies. Uh, a lot of those were sold in the first week of the game's release. And it was exclusive to one platform. And now it's only sold 7 million and it's on three platforms. Ain't that fucking crazy? Yeah, that is that is a little weird. Um, but like I said, like we were just talking about, it released at the it released at the wrong time, man. It released and when everybody was saving their money for two other games. Yeah, Battlefield 1 had just launched a couple weeks ago. You know, we got and, yeah. Call of Duty now. Well, you have Call of Duty now. Fuck Call of Duty for yeah. me. But, but I, I, I told you guys, I remember we were oh, yeah, talking gears. about this. We talked about this in September when, when we saw that uh, Battlefield got pushed forward to October. And I remember saying on the show, guys, that Titanfall was set out to die. Like, EA is sending this game out to die. So... 
EA were they were asked. I mean, I forget who it was from EA, but they were asked, you know, like, hey, what the fuck's going on with Titanfall? Why did you guys release it a week after Battlefield, knowing that Battlefield is your biggest shooter of the year? Why the fuck would you release your other big shooter of the year a week later? Well, the people at EA were like, well, the date was already it was already set. You know, like That's dumb. we couldn't we we set the date before Battlefield set their day. I was thinking to myself. If I if I was Vincent Pella or, or the person running Respawn, I would have done everything in my power to delay Titanfall 2 till next spring. I would have done everything. I would have been like, or, you know what? Or fuck released this. it this summer. Break. Let's break this fucking game, yep. guys, so we could <laughs> fucking release this shit in the spring because we cannot go up against Battlefield and Call of Duty together. Like, they're they're cannibalizing their own fucking market. EA as a publisher is because I mean, you you're sending out you know. It's right after your biggest shooter of the year. I just don't get that. And I think they were probably trying to get, like, the Battlefield hardcore Battlefield players with Battlefield 1. And then trying to pull away some of those Call of Duty futuristic fucking fast-paced shooter players away from Call of Duty with Titanfall 2, which may have worked a little bit. But I just don't see it, man. Um, I, I think if Titanfall doesn't meet sales expectations, I think it's done. I think this is the last Titanfall we will see. I don't know about that. I, I think this may be the last Titanfall we'll see, man. Uh, no, I think the original be smarter about the next release date and not and not release it in the you know you sure? in the fall when uh, they know that this is the time of year that they release every Battlefield or Call of Duty. Respawn has already said they're not working on a Titanfall next. They're working on a Star Wars game now, uh, but yeah. they may have a separate studio that starts on Titanfall three or whatever. But or the uh, original. They may wait until they're done with Star Wars. Origin, original sales expectations for Titanfall 2 were 16 million when they first announced the game. They were expecting to sell 16 million copies. Uh, since on Xbox One it sold 11 million by so They were like, oh, we're going to see 16 million in sales. And after the release of Titanfall 2, yeah. they lowered the expectation down to 9 million. Uh, Battlefield 1, the same thing. It was expected to sell 15 million. They lowered that. They said they're not. They're probably not going to hit 50 million right away, but they expect to over the years. Uh, they expect to hit 10 million before the end of the year. Uh, I just, to me, that's crazy how Titanfall has not sold more than like I mean, 10 million in all. Like, I just, well, Jesus, I don't see the hype. They should have hyped it's it. A, they should have hyped it's it. Think about this only, though. It's also only been out for a week. Yeah. No, but wait, like. Okay, so week most people need. that are playing these games are are buying Battlefield One or Call of Duty. They didn't buy Titanfall, but what are they going to get for Christmas? Oh, Probably Titanfall Two. Maybe you know what yeah. I mean. Like you, they could see a big spike in sales later on because the people are done with Call of Duty or Battlefield One and want to move on yeah. to something new, and they buy Titanfall. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. it, it could just be the placement that screwed their numbers in the beginning. <clears throat> but they could still pick up in 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 the holiday season, yeah. right? And and we still have Black Friday coming up in a few weeks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. As for Battlefield ah, I don't One, going to be around for Black Friday. As for Battlefield One, uh, EA says that at launch, they have double the amount of players that Battlefield Four had, uh, which is cool for them because they're like, yeah, we weren't expecting this. They said they have double the amount of players playing their game online than they did with Battlefield 4. 
which could be because Battlefield 4 was releasing right before the new consoles, and, like, with the new consoles, so people were probably saving their money for that. Um, it could be that. That could be a big factor, actually. <laughs> they have yeah. double the numbers now. Um, but, guys, Call of Duty and EA were talking shit to each other this week, <laughs> taking shots on Twitter. First, Battlefield with EA. EA. EA, fucking Electronic Arts and DICE and all these motherfuckers on Twitter. Uh, they were tweeting out some shit that people got really offended about. Uh, one of them was a tweet saying, Weaken goals. Hashtag world, just World War One things. And it was a, a GIF. Or a GIF. I call it GIF. GIF? GIF? It's, it's, it's GIF. Uh, it was a GIF of a, of a fucking guy shooting a flamethrower at a bunch of soldiers blowing them on fire. And it, was, it said, when you're too hot for the club. Uh, and anyway, <laughs> I see, I see the humor. I see what they're trying to get at here. Yeah. But I just don't think they went about it the right way, especially being on Twitter, you know, and how sensitive the fucking people are these days. Yeah. Uh, and then they took it down. And then the other, the other one was, uh, your squad got big plans for the weekend. And they said, when your squad is looking on point and it has a bunch of, uh, you know, fucking soldiers and shit on the fucking battlefield blowing shit up. I just, uh, <laughs> and another one, I just see all, the, all these pictures that these were all screenshotted from fucking Twitter. Uh, basking in the glow of a burning airship. And it shows uh, the blimp on fire, you know, on the sky. Um, hashtag just but- World War One things. And then people were saying, like, well, you're being insensitive to the war, you know, and to World War One." The internet needs to just, I'm just fuck like, right this, off. This has been a hundred years. Yeah. It's, like, it's been a hundred years, man. Like, what the fuck? If you're so sensitive, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> what are you doing on Twitter? What, what, yeah. what are you doing on Twitter well, if you're so sensitive? Back in the day, 18-year-olds are, you know, like, hardened and going to war and all this, you know, all this shit to fight in these battles. These days, eighteen-year-olds need a fucking safe space at their college because words hurt. Them. <laughs> well, you know, in the military now, they're giving. Um, you know, this was not around when I was doing my t- my bid, but uh, I won't even get into that. But now they give them cards so they could tap out and be like, "This is too tough for me." Wait, my card. Like during like like boot camp, like, I can't run yeah. anymore. Here's my card. Yeah, yeah. Like they have what a card. Like, like, um, it's like a get out of jail card. So and like, yeah. Do you have like a certain amount of cards? So like, you you get like three cards, and if you use them all up, you get kicked out. Or what's the deal with that? I mean, they it's should put a limit ridiculous. on that. Shit. I know a bunch of people, a bunch of a bunch of friends in military. I got so many friends in the military. That they just took the bitch way out. They chaptered out on medical leave. So they it's not a dishonorable discharge, but it's not honorable either. It's mm-hmm. a medical discharge. And basically, they get to leave, right? Not complete their contract. And they get full benefits. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Playing the system, motherfuckers. I mean, the world's getting pussified. I mean, Russia's probably I laughing kid, at I us. Get whooped. Now it's like, oh, child services. <laughs> you talk bad to your child, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Now, you, now the child has more power than the parent does. Oh yeah. Oh, fuck that. Oh, yeah. Let my daughter Beating try to tell me parents. that shit. Pull out the yeah, belt real it, quick. Yeah, because look at schools and shit. You know, <laughs> back in the day, 
my my teacher would say, hey, you know, Clint's acting up or Clint's not doing this or that. Oh, man. My parents are going to whoop my ass probably right in front of the teacher. Yogi knows. Parents, back in the day, but, for me, the principal would pull out the fucking ruler and give you a good yeah. whacking. Yogi oh, knows. At, Yogi oh, knows the, the fault. We had the paddle hanging on the wall. Yogi. Oh, yeah. We got paddled across the ass. You know the power of La Chancla, man. You know the problem, <laughs> the like, man. My mom would fucking yeah. pull that shit out, throw that shit. She'd fucking have like dead aim with that motherfucker. Hit me across the room on the top of the side of my head from that with that motherfucker from across the room. <laughs> yeah, see, ours was called the ours was literally called right on it, printed right on it, Board of Education. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um, but yeah, guys, that was a sensitive sensitive space talk with EA, and EA they take down the fucking. Tweets and uh, they apologize, saying, "Oh, we're sorry. We didn't mean to put a hashtag on World War One." I. I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, another uh, thing that got attacked this week was uh, the company Acer, or was it Acer, or what kind of, I think it was Razer actually, not Acer. Razer. Uh, they unveiled oh, yeah. their new uh, Pro laptop. And during that same week, Apple unveiled their new MacBook Pro, which <laughs> has like no ports, right? It has like, they took away all the yeah. fucking ports. It only has like a charging port. <laughs> um, pretty soon they'll figure out how to get rid of that one and then sell you a wireless charger that costs $800. But, so, yeah, wire, new wireless dongle USB sticks. <laughs> wireless <laughs> no dongle thing. Jack. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, they have like no, no, no ports on this laptop. And then, uh, you know, Razer unveiled their gaming fucking laptop which is like four grand or something like that starting out <laughs> but it has a fucking 1080 in it dude like a 1080 yeah, graphics it's, it's fucking beefy ass laptop anyways um for their marketing they went on twitter and they showed a picture of like an sd card you know somebody putting an sd card into it and it said <laughs> hey apple s my d you know and then like oh you think you're pro s my d and people all of a sudden i cannot believe you would say such a thing, fucking Razer. I've been a fucking... And then these chicks that were gamer chicks, you know, they, they stream games on Twitch and they think they're like the, the hottest shit on the earth. Oh, I, I, I've been streaming games professionally for the last five years and I've always used Razer products and, and I cannot believe you guys are my sponsors and you guys would say such things and I was like, what the fuck? Wah, 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 wah. What the fuck? I'll get the fuck out of here, man. That's my D to all those motherfuckers. Yeah, that's what I say. You can ask my dude. <laughs> I was so I was so disappointed that Razor actually backed down. And they on backed that. down. It was like, like <sighs> they should have stood their ground and been like, "Screw that shit, man." SRD. <laughs> yeah, guys. Hey, uh, let's. I- I'm sure when we all go online, everybody's polite and they yeah. say, "Hey, would you like to come over and have some tea? Can I borrow yeah. your grape coupon, please?" Hey, bro. Oh, why? Thank hey, you, kind sir. Hey, bro. I just yeah, killed you. Good game. That was Don't a very well played, sir. <laughs> Your technique was flawless. That technique he used on me, and then that kneeling on top of my head. Good game, buddy. Motherfucker. Yeah. Yes, you please, mind, I, 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 I gladly welcome your testicles upon my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> they smell nice. Uh, guys, oh, more Twitter news. I got all the Twitter news this week. Call of yeah, Duty, please. once again... <laughs> I don't know why they did this. They did this last year. Now they did it again. Some guy was... They keep doing it every year. This year, uh, they released breaking news. Unconfirmed reports are coming in of an explosion on the north bank of Singapore Marina. 
as a part of a marketing campaign. Also, the recurring events aggregate is a, a, a fucking Twitter account they made that looks like a news account, like a news network account. <laughs> and uh, where we bring you real news, and they were uh, putting uh, fucking like updates, because in the video game, in, in Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, they'll have like news updates, and you can go and watch like TV. And then it'll show, like, the mission you just did, and it'll be like, news update, you know, fucking rebel forces were defeated by the fucking Marines or whatever. Um, well, they were putting some of these updates, like, on Twitter, saying, like, oh, news update, fucking the Earth is being attacked by fucking the fucking something defense force, and all this shit. People, some people were like, oh, well, why would you make fun of terrorist attacks? Why would you make... Why would you post on Twitter that we're being attacked in certain ports and I have family that lives over there? It's really, dude. The fucking at is at Call of Duty. Yeah. Do some yeah. research before you freak out. <laughs> and they even yeah, put a I'll link to like... Call of Duty in all their tweets. They, they have like a link and it yeah. says callofduty.com on the link. <laughs> I just don't fucking get how people get confused with these. Like... Do they not read the whole thing? They just read like two two words of the whole tweet and like, oh fuck. <laughs> That's yeah, pretty much what people do. It seems. Well, just look at how many times Jackie Chan died. I mean, <laughs> no one bothers to dig deeper. Mm-hmm. They see an announcement, they just read the headline or a tagline, and they're like, oh shit, and they just start spreading that stupidity. Mm-hmm. And then some people were saying, oh, I feel sorry for the people that live in Singapore that believe this is a real terrorist attack. I'm like, really? People in Singapore are probably fucking smarter than this. They're probably sitting there thinking, oh, this is pretty funny, you know, like, haha, whatever, dude. But some people were on Twitter saying, like, oh, this tweet comes at a bad time considering what's going on in the world. This turns me away from further buying COD games. Who gives a fuck? They don't need your money, dude. Fuck off. You probably shouldn't be playing any kind of shooter. If, if a fucking tweet hurts your feelings, you bitch. <laughs> Honestly, man, like if a tweet hurts your feelings, you shouldn't be playing fucking video games. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Yeah. You fucking pussy. Anyways, somebody's going to come <laughs> at us and, and say that I'm too insensitive too now. That I hurt their feelings. I just triggered somebody. Hey, guys. Did you hear? Winter is coming is to Forza Horizon 3. Ooh. Ooh. Tell me about winter. I think that'll be cool, man. Forza, Forza, driving around in Forza in the snow. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. Spinning out your uh, Lamborghini in the snow and black ice. It'll, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sliding across. Yeah, man. <laughs> It'll be, it'll be interesting because it'll bring something new to it. You know what I mean? So is it just like a seasonal thing? Is it gonna like back when it comes to spring, they're gonna get rid of all the snow or what? I don't know. I don't think it'll be a seasonal thing, but it'll probably be a part of the map that you have to go no, to. Like I'm gonna assume it's it's coming with uh, two DLC packs apparently. Hmm. Um. But yeah, that that that'll that'll make for some fun in Forza Horizon. Yeah, that'll be cool. I'll enjoy it. I'll enjoy messing around with that. Hmm. What else we got, guys? Guys, I have a lot of news. I got oh. Tomb Raider news, all kinds of fucking news here. Yeah. Let's get into this Tomb Raider news. 
Tomb Raider news coming right up for you guys. Uh, so there was a guy riding a train in a dear good old place of Montreal, Canada. Montreal, Canada, yes. Uh, Montreal. Well, whatever the fuck. However the fuck you say, you Canadians. Anyway, Montreal. some guy was riding around the fucking train, right? One of your guys' fucking trains. And a Canadian train. we got to make sure that's clear. Canadian trains. Uh, and in this Canadian train, there was a guy using a Canadian laptop, which uh, <laughs> had a, a, a thing open, a document open. And the guy happens to look over, and he happens to be a guy on Reddit. And he's like looking over. He's like, oh, what's that say? And the fucking screen says, a bunch of Tomb Raider shit. That's <laughs> like these outline bullet points, like a fucking presentation for Tomb Raider. Uh, Tomb Raider, uh, what's, what's the game called? Shadow of the Tomb Shadow Raider. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Which kind of sounds like a title for Tomb, the next Tomb Raider game, if you're, you know. I believe Kotaku has reported that that was going to be the name of the next Tomb Raider as well. And Kotaku's pretty good about... Yeah, leaks. That's why nobody sends them review copies anymore because they leak everything. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah. I mean, I would have sat down next to the guy and I would have just talked to him, and I probably wouldn't have told anybody. I would, yeah, bro, let me just talk to you about this game real quick. Like, fuck of- that. You would have come on the show and been like, I fucking met this guy on the fucking subway. <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's fucking shadow of the Tomb Raider, motherfucker. Motherfucker told me yeah. there's a co-op in it and shit, man. I would fucking confirmed everything. <laughs> I took pictures with my phone. Here's the shots. I took video, too. I recorded his voice. I have an interview with him. I snuck a USB stick <laughs> in his USB slot and stole that shit off of him. I, I got the game right I, now. I'm playing. I, I just stole his laptop. I just stole that whole fucking <laughs> Straight thing. Straight up ripped it out of his hands and walked away. Oh, man. <laughs> Anyways, guys. Uh, shout out to Tomb Raider. Um, that's the next title of your Tomb Raider game. So, well, that's what the rumored next title of the Tomb Raider game is. Of course... Uh, the company making it is not going to be uh, Crystal Dynamics. It's going to be a different company. So it's Eidos Montreal. Yeah. So we'll see where the. I th- but I mean, they're all part of. They're part of that, anyways. I think. They're all Square Enix, right? So yeah, they're all being published by the same people. But I just wonder if it's going to change the direction of the game. I don't think it will. I think they kind of know what to do now. You know. I mean, yeah. Can you really fuck Tomb Raider up? I hope not. Because <laughs> the last two games have been so good. Yeah, I just, I don't think you can. I mean, like, you don't just fall, fuck that up. Put her on an island, fighting a bunch of dudes with the fucking bow and arrow. That's it. Make a good story. Yeah. Yeah. What's next, guys? The uh, new Star Wars Battlefront is slated for 2017. I'm guessing, yeah, fall holiday 2017. Battlefront 2. Already, man, I can't. <laughs> I just. Well, it's coming out with the movie, right? But already? I mean, I feel like I just played Battlefront. I, I don't, do I need another Battlefront already? I just don't know. Well, we just talked about that earlier about how they're gonna go battlefield, battlefront, battlefield, battlefront, right? So, get used to it. So stressful, man. Every two years, all these games are too stressful. You guys ever get that where you just like look at all the games and you're just like, "Fuck, this is too stressful to even look at." Yeah, yeah. That happens quite a bit. Guys, 
don't expect a new Xbox every two years, like the rumors have been saying with, you know, because everybody thinks, you know, PC tech upgrades like every year. Uh, Microsoft executives say, no, don't expect that. We plan to support every Xbox a few years at least. Instead of every two years. Expect them every three years. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, don't expect the next Scorpio, like Scorpio 2, two years after that. I just wonder how long they're going to support the Xbox One. I think maybe till 2017. No. 2018? No. It's going, we're going a while. We got a while to go, you man. I think so? Um, yeah. They're going to come out with these new ones, these the new versions of the Xbox One and PS4 and that's going to be that's going to go for a while, I think. That's my opinion anyways. We had this argument before though. Yeah, it's, people are forgetting <laughs> it's a different framework. It's a unified framework with UWP. So it's platform agnostic, which is why the Windows 10 thing is is possible now. You know, we're finally seeing the play anywhere. They've been setting the stage so that, you know, the hardware won't matter anymore, but it'll open up options. And it's going to, you know, just end up auto-detecting if you have the higher-end system or the last-gen, quote-unquote. Mm-hmm. But you exactly. still have access to the same software. Mm-hmm. It's a whole different ballgame now. It's basically what PC gamers have been doing for decades. <laughs> just yeah. Pretty saying. much. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I also wanted to say though, just just to backpedal real quick. Mm-hmm. The with the, with the Titanfall thing, EA always has super high expectations for sales. They do. They have shut down a lot of games, including their very own MOBA called Don Gate, which was doing really well, but it wasn't meeting their expectations. What they what people also fail to see is that while Titanfall wasn't a launch game, it was a launch window game. Mm -hmm. And the exclusivity actually aided it in that manner because there wasn't much coming out on either PS4 or Xbox One at the time. Yeah. It filled a void. Mm -hmm. And now that void isn't there. So it being on multiple platforms doesn't mean shit. I think Uh, it also helped that it released... That it released right before the the summer drought. It released right at that time in spring where... We were instead yeah. of there was no shooters competing with it. There was what yep. I mean. Yeah, there was no shooters around that. You know, so you wanted a shooter, you bought Titanfall, and then there was an exclusive they needed, title. It was hyped up, they motherfucker. To stick with spring. That's what they needed to do. They should have released this one in the spring because it was a dead time, and it would have been perfect for Titanfall two to come out. I just also don't see the same hype that they put behind Titanfall one. I remember Titanfall one. You would see that shit everywhere, dude. Like. Yeah, but it was a new property, so they were trying to get the name out. Fucking you know everywhere. Like, fucking Super yeah. Bowl commercials, fucking NFL commercials, everywhere. You would fucking Titan fall everywhere. There was Titans falling from everywhere. And this one, there's <laughs> no Titans anywhere. What's going on? But Ryan's right, though. I think they are going to bounce back um, dur- during the holidays and probably after the holidays, too. You know, mm-hmm. the tax money telling you people are gonna have money to burn and be like oh i could buy five games which five games should i get 
It's gonna yeah, happen. I mean, people had this is first world problems. I had people that that come to me and say, "Man, I got all this money, but I don't know which five games to buy. Which one should I buy?" Well, I'm sorry, you have that problem, sir. Uh, <laughs> you should really think about that. That's a tough decision. Hmm. We'll see, guys. I just hope, honestly, hope that they didn't really did what a lot of people are suspecting as they kind of set out Titanfall to die. And I don't want EA to do that to Respawn, man. Because Respawn, you know, uh, those guys, they put their heart into Titanfall, man. You could tell they put their heart into Titanfall. Titanfall 1 was a big gamble for them because they left Activision. They left the Activision money. You know, they said, fuck you to Activision. We don't need your money. We can make, make our own shit. And we'll do our own thing. And they risked it all, man. And now... If Titanfall two is the last Titanfall we ever get, I just, I just don't think, it'll, it's not a good thing, you know. The potential for that game is great because that game has a good multiplayer. I doubt it's gonna be that bad. That you know, grim. You know, I just think they'll take a couple stone, years but... off, at least. I don't and think yeah, we'll hear about Titanfall. Yeah, I don't think we'll hear about Titanfall three until maybe E three twenty eighteen. Even if uh, yeah. like I can see that. The other thing too, though, is respawns at fault as well because they decided to opt out of the EA Access program. And that would yeah, they hurt them reasons. a lot, dude. Mm-hmm. But that was a bad move. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to kill you to have a trial, get people all access for ten hours. I just think they were scared, the Yogi, of people using the trial to hold them off till like. For people to use the trial to hold them off to Call of Duty. That's what I think they were afraid of. Honestly. Honest to God. But I think they were afraid of that. What's wrong with that? They stay part of the conversation. They'll be in yeah. Yeah. people's minds. And I so think people have that money. And when they, and when they don't feel like playing Call of Duty they anymore, they might just go, hey, I had fun with Titanfall and throw that back. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. You know. Or when they're it, just randomly browsing through EA Access, you know. Like I do sometimes. Hey, Titanfall 2 is right yeah, there. Yeah, let's try it out. Yeah, I mean, I got to say, Battlefield 1, it, you know, it was ready. That game was going to sell millions of copies regardless on day one, even if it didn't have the EA trial. But I think the EA trial solidified that purchase for a lot of people. I know plenty of people that have used the EA trial on Battlefield 1 and enjoyed the multiplayer so much or, you know, what they experience on it so much or the campaign that they're like, fuck yeah, this game is awesome. And now, when you launch Battlefield 1 in the trial, after, like, now that it's actually out in, you know, full game, you can actually play the entire campaign on the EA yep. Access trial. Mm-hmm. You, you could beat access. it. You could beat it. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing just, wrong with I, that. I think that's another reason why Titanfall 2 might have backed away from it, because their campaign's only about, you know, five to seven hours. So I just don't see that that's, that, that's an excuse, that, um, Ryan. They could have easily told you, like, I, you no, know what? Lock. I agree with you, man. Lock Absolute, the campaign the, after the, the, the after the first mission. Just lock it. Just be like, oh, you have to purchase the full game to continue. Please move on to multiplayer. That's all they needed yeah. to do. Yeah. No, were, I, agree. I think they were just being yeah. greedy fuckers and like, oh, well, we're gonna no, we don't want to put your fucking shit on the EA Access trial, which made them yeah. look bad and it made it look like they were trying to hide something. You know, which they obviously weren't, but still, I think it hurt them in the end for not doing that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, guys, so speaking of DLC, 
All Titanfall DLC will be free, but we know another game that has DLC coming that's also free. Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. New DLC has been teased. Uh, it's a Japan DLC called Operation Red Crow. Uh, you will get to play as two different operators, obviously. Mm, I don't know. I can't see the name of them right here. I'm trying to look at the fucking article right now. I just I don't see the names of the operators. But anyways, I haven't memorized already. I'm, I'm so excited about it. <laughs> You do? What's the names of the operators, Yogi? They haven't mentioned the name of the operators. Oh, it's only speculation. They officially announced they make the great reveal on the weekend of November 13th. They're going to they're gonna have it on their Twitch channel. It's going to be a two-day event. Mm. And that usually what they do when they make the re- official reveal a week or two later, that's when they roll out the patch, the oh, new season yeah. content. And you know they what? have... Fuck yeah, I'm, I'm excited though. They got um, they got um, a skyscraper map Whew. that's vertical gameplay, looks crazy. Um, potential devices include uh, a flamethrower kind of device that could replace thermites to breach reinforced walls. So new gadgets, like a little fireball type of thing, and a, dr- a drone, a drone device to have aerial oh, recon. Fuck. That's fucking cool. So there's a lot of shit. Oh, nice. So you could throw that fucker yeah. out the window and like be outside the skyscraper and go up to the next floor. And yep. Look up, Fuck yeah. Yeah, not, dude, not, now you'll change. be able to see where them fuckers are sniping from outside. Exactly. This is going to change. This is going to open up the gameplay so much more. Uh, there's going to be new plays and counter plays. It's going to be so good, man. I'm stoked. And I think this is going to teach people a lot about the vertical gameplay in the game that a lot of people don't use. Um, that's yeah. one one tactic that you'll see being used a lot in uh, big competitions, like you know, actual like fucking siege competitions or whatever. Is the teams will actually shoot through like the bottom of the floor to get the guy on the yep. second floor, or they'll shoot through the top to get the guy on the bottom. You know, instead of going yep. to the bottom, though, they'll, they'll go through the second floor and get the guy on to the roof or to the ceiling. I mean. Um, it'll teach him a lot about that kind of tactic because I could see that being used a lot, and especially in skyscraper setting where the vertical gameplay is key to winning. Um, oh yeah, that's and that's cool. the thing I like about Siege is it's rare that you see um, maps and shooters that play that have so much verticality. If you look at Call of Duty again, you know, as an example, guys, you know, mm-hmm. everybody knows Call of Duty. It's very flat. If you look at the maps. They're very basic. They may look good, but they're basic. You know, yeah. you start to see that when you compare it to a game like Siege or, or Doom, where there's a lot more detail and thought put into each of those levels, I feel. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because with Doom, I mean, there's areas, you know, where you're below underground, you're, you know, up and shit. It's. You know, you have that vertical component built in right there, you know, with with the map. It is great. Yeah, I'm excited, yeah. man. Um, and you know we'll probably see this DLC before the end of November. And the cool thing is, oh, yeah. as a Season Pass member, I get to play it early. And I get the operators. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. This is... Uh... This is a good trend for the industry. Games Free DLC, cheated. man. 
Free DLC yeah. is fucking cool. Treat I, your game yeah. as a platform. PC gamers yeah. have been getting free updates and, and steady flow of content forever. DLC has been a bastardization of that. You know, taking out what was already in the launch product, extracting it, and, and nickel and diamond for after the fact. These are things that they already yep. completed. Yeah. You know, not stuff they're developing after the fact. They just want to monetize and, and milk the product as much as possible. The, and Rainbow Six Siege is doing the opposite. They don't want to split the, the player base. They want everybody to be able to play with each other. You know, you can earn everything with in-game credit pretty much. So that stuff that matters at least. Mm-hmm. You well, know, and Gears is doing a similar thing because they're releasing yep. new packs, new gun maps every month. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've already seen that type of support with Rockstar with, like, GTA. Yeah, GTA yeah. kind of gets the same treatment. Yeah, because they don't yep. they don't charge for their deals packs. They just kind of release the content like oh no, no like like that big bike. Yeah, yeah, like that big biker update that they just got. That was that was free. All that shit's like you free know stuff. the the heists and all that shit was all. They could have easily charged for that. They get five bucks. No man, they just make money off of the people playing it. Um, I I like the trend of of. Fucking season passes going away, DLC charging going away. Um, what I don't like is the increase in uh, microtransactions that are, in the yeah. end, way more expensive to pay than a season pass would ever be. Because uh-huh. um, you could buy the operators in Siege for like, I think it's five bucks a piece. Or you could just buy the season pass for 30 bucks. You end up paying way yeah. more separately, but I mean, I guess it's up to you, right? If you don't have the patience to unlock a certain character, um, and I think after you unlock so many, they just give you the season pass. They're like, okay, you've paid thirty dollars in these unlocks. Here's the season pass, whatever. Um, yeah, I kind of wish Battlefield would have done that that same thing where they would have been like, hey, fuck premium. If you want premium, you get this other. You get to play the shit early. But premium is now twenty five bucks, and here's everything's free. That would have been fucking cool. Yeah, but, but I mean, uh, we've we've seen trends like this, you know, all you know, all through gaming. You know, I mean, look back in the day when you know there were all those online passes for games. You know, where you had to. You know, pay to get the online, or you had to enter a code when you bought the game, just to have access to the online. And you know, God forbid, you go to pick up a used copy or something like from GameStop or wherever. <laughs> you know, then you got to pay ten bucks just to get the access to online. Yeah. You know, yeah. it was bullshit. But anyway, uh, speaking of like DLC and things like that, well. Because you guys know I've been following the whole thing with, like, mod support. Yeah. You know, with, like, all the Bethesda things. And, uh, yeah, there's been a little bit uh, more development with that with uh, Sony. Um, because they've been having a little bit of uh, trouble with... Uh, well, maybe not trouble. Um, it's just not as special on the PS4, <laughs> basically. Um, because, for example, with Skyrim... There's only 47 mods available for the PS4 users compared to the 124 that are on the Xbox. (laughs) Now, a lot of that. Now, here's the thing. A lot of that has to do with, um, you know, you know, what I mentioned the last time I brought this up was, you know, with uh, 
them not being able to use external assets for the PS4 mods. You know, so they don't get, like, the... You know, crazy imported stuff that, you know, we can on the Xbox. But also, um, in addition to that, it turns out that uh, the space for mods on the PS4 is limited to just one gig. Where the Xbox has five gigs reserved for for mods. Hmm. That's yeah. a big difference. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, so not only well, do they have fewer mods... though if you they only have, have half the mods space. anyways? Yeah. But, you know, for the mods that are there, though, I mean, you know, they... A lot of people probably aren't able to run all of the mods that they would want. Yeah. Yeah. That's just Sony being Sony, though. Everyone yeah. has Sony goggles on, and now they're showing their true colors. Yeah, but it's kind of funny. Well, and Jesus is walking away. But <laughs> you know, it's—I was going to say—it kind of even goes back to his point with the whole Twitter war things, because remember, remember back when Sony and Microsoft were having their mm-hmm. little Twitter war especially over the whole mod thing. You know, Microsoft was picking on Sony. Like, you know, <laughs> hey guys, you guys are going to finally allow mods, but uh, yeah, we've been doing it since May or, you know, whenever they started or, yeah, you know, whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I think, I mean, because I see that I have it on Steam for the special edition, so I'm going to see how well it runs on my laptop. Yeah. But, you know, if you know, if it doesn't and I end up having to get it on the console, I'm glad I've got the Xbox, I'll say that. You know. Yeah. From the gamer standpoint, I'm do you glad think, I've got it. Do you, do you guys think when the Pro launches they'll add support for more mods on the Pro? Hmm. On the PlayStation mm-hmm. 4 Pro? Well, no, because I no, th- I think a lot of it has to do with their infrastructure. That's yeah, true. and they're because wor- they're worried about people being able to, hack you know, ha- hack into them through some back door, and you know, mods are actually a really good way for you know, the yeah. uh, undesirable yeah, to do that. Interesting, but guys, The Last of Us and Uncharted Four have updated now to support the Pro when it launches this week, next week, this week or next week? This week, doesn't I it? Don't it know. launches this week, doesn't it? On the 11th? Probably. Yeah. Well, it launches very fucking soon, and they've been updated to support HDR, high dynamic range colors, and 4K! 4K, 4K, 4K! <laughs> 4K every day. On the PlayStation 4. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Also, speaking of consoles, Nintendo's Wii U has stopped production. But according to Nintendo, that's not true. Yeah. (laughs) Nintendo's saying no. We're not stopping production. But I don't... I believe Nintendo. (laughs) I don't believe Nintendo. 
but you got to remember too, like they could totally stop production and still have so much stock in stores right now yeah. that it wouldn't matter for a no long. No one will notice. Like, yeah, no one's gonna know. Yeah, because yeah, really, who's going to go out right now and buy a Wii U? I, I go to the store and I see tons of Wii U's everywhere. Everywhere I go, there's yep, fucking everywhere. Wii U's up the ass. Dude. I just I see Wii U's and PSVRs everywhere. Yeah, PSVR. I don't think it's doing that well, but Sony still has not released the sales numbers on those, which I think they're going to have to this week because NPDs come out, right? So mm-hmm. we'll find out very soon how well PSVR did for launch. Um... I just don't know, guys. Are you guys interested in VR anymore? I think it's dying off. I think the I never was. The VR hype it, is dying fad, off, man. It's just yeah, dying. I never really was. I've always kind of said it. It feels like a fad. The next fad to me, the next connect, the next motion sensors. You know what I mean? Like it's that next thing that's gonna be. Oh, this is cool! And then you buy it, and you're like, "This is cool!" And then like two weeks later, you're like, "This isn't cool anymore." <laughs> two days yeah. later, you're done playing <laughs> VR. Done. <laughs> or it's, or it's just shit. not adopted by enough people that it really takes yes. off. Like, There's not enough support. Yeah. Like the motion controls for the original Wii. Mm-hmm. You know, that was great when it first came out. Now, granted, you know, I think the best use of the motion control was the bowling in the Wii Sports that yeah. was bundled I with the I think the, the baseball, the baseball game was pretty fun, too. The boxing was okay. All of the Wii Sports games yeah, those were, were just good. cool games, man. They were oh, yeah. just fun they were all play. good tech demos to show how they, they were how cool. This works. They were cool games to play on Christmas Eve when you're hanging out with your family and everybody's just family eating food and bullshitting and you're like, oh, turn on the other, fucking yeah. Wii U and let's fight and shit. Let's play bowling, you know, dumb shit. <laughs> yeah, um, but who knows? But yeah, no, but uh, with Nintendo, uh, remember guys uh, that uh, mini NES. Uh, comes out next week, dude. I can't find yeah. it anywhere. I can't. I hope, no, I'm hoping can't. my my local friend Meyer in town has it, or Target in the next town over, or Walmart. I'm just hoping that I walk in there and I'm lucky enough to see it on the shelf. But I just don't think that I will be able to buy one anytime this year because they're going to be fucking sold out everywhere. Yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be looking all over the place online for it because I just don't want to buy one from that's... eBay for. 200 bucks when I know I could buy it for 60. Oh, no, no, yeah, no, don't. I'm, I'm looking for like Amazon, dude. dude Amazon they'll, they'll email you when they get more in stock. And Clint, uh, the thing is, as soon as Nintendo announced it, I'm not fucking kidding, dude. As soon as they announced this fucking thing, I went on Amazon like five minutes later. I found it and they said we're sold out of stock. So I think yeah, Amazon just never like they said you could pre order on it, but I just think they they put it out of stock as soon as the the thing went up because I think they don't have any stock. I think they're gonna well, they're get a shit. They're not gonna have any stock for no, but but you know what I mean. Like you guys will be waiting until January, February before. I, I just don't think them. I just don't oh, think I, Nintendo. That's what I'm planning to give the nephews for Christmas. Fuck that. They're they're gonna open. I just don't think Christmas. Nintendo sent any to Amazon or told Amazon, hey, you can open pre-orders and you're gonna have them on launch day. We're gonna send them. I think Nintendo told Amazon we're gonna send them to you when we launch them. And then you can sell them after that. Because yeah, I've been signed up on the no- that notification since five minutes after the fucking thing got announced. And not once have I received an email from from Amazon saying like, hey, we're going to have these soon. Or, hey, we're going to fucking pre-order these soon. Never. So, I just don't think they don't have any. Anywhere else that I've looked, I looked at Walmart, Target, fucking Best Buy. You can't order these fucking things. I just think 
Nintendo has created a fake demand for them. Like, not a fake demand, but I think they've uh, not given any to the stores. I just don't think stores are going to get any till release day. Did the same thing with the Wii. Yeah. <laughs> create a hype, create a demand for it. I think they've created an artificial demand for this fucking Nintendo yep. Mini. Dude, because they're going to... You're going to see these things on eBay for 400 bucks. Yeah. That's crazy. But, um... You guys were talking about the Nintendo Wii U. And it's, I find it funny with the Nintendo Switch coming out next year. First quarter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's been confirmed by now. Yes. Yeah, I think it's March. March 2017? Yeah, they said, yeah. They, they said March, but they never said specifically what day in March. What day, yeah. yeah. But here's the thing. Still no price drop on the Wii U. Like, they're stubborn. They're sticking to their guns. I think like, they're going to stick to their yeah, guns till they actually but... launch it, and they're going to see how well the Switch does, and then they're going to gauge their price drop on how well the Switch does. Well, you know you know, Nintendo doesn't like to lose money when yeah. they're when they're selling their consoles, so... But, yeah, but uh, why not, why not pri- price know. drop it before Christmas so you can sell more Wii U's? Yeah, exactly. Get those things off the shelf. Yeah, man. fucking move them. Who's going to want to buy sell? it? When the switch is out, who's gonna want to buy it? Unless the switch is like gone by then. Yeah. I see. Oh. If you drop the Wii U price to one forty nine ninety nine right before Christmas, you're gonna see a lot of people buying them. Oh hell yeah, that price definitely one forty nine. Yeah, yeah. one forty nine ninety nine, or even like one seventy five. They take they take such a fucking loss at that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. think they do. I think they've already. Zero. I I think they've already, you know. Don't sell yeah, it. It's loss. less of a loss than those consoles not moving at yeah, all. Yeah, they're just sitting on that's the shelf. That's true. That's true. Huh. Anyways, guys. Yeah, speaking that. of price drops and shit, Yogi, good segue, buddy. Because I'm gonna tell you something. If you really want to pre-order the Nintendo Switch, you can. Okay. Uh, UK retailer Game has confirmed that. Uh, <laughs> something uh, that uh, you can pre-order the fucking switch. You can pre-order it from their from their store uh, at the low low price of nine hundred ninety nine pounds and ninety nine cents, <laughs> which amounts to one thousand two hundred and fifty U.S. dollars. A little bit over that, a few cents over that. Um, so you have you have thirteen hundred dollars laying around, and you want to pre-order the Nintendo Switch? I guess you can. Um, I think uh, that's a that's a placeholder price. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because um, shit for thirteen hundred bucks, I'm buying. You don't a have to PC. <laughs> you don't you don't have to pay that much. I don't think you can put like you know a hundred dollar deposit down to get your pre order. Like, <laughs> you don't have to pay the full yeah. fucking. They say though, pounds. if you do pre order, like say you live in America and you want to pre order from their website. And you you have to pay through PayPal because you live in the states or whatever. Um, they said don't pre-order, guys, because if you pre-order from the United States or from any other country besides United Kingdom, uh, PayPal will authorize a thousand dollar purchase on your card. Oh, PayPal, yeah. Yeah, so they'll hold that money. But why until would you? We ship you it. wouldn't. You wouldn't want to do that anyways because the UK is different format. They're pal. Yeah. yeah. You wouldn't want a UK Switch. Well, some crazy people do. I know people that import fucking Japanese consoles all the time. 
Yeah, Japanese is different though. Yeah, yeah. there's still NTSC. Yeah, because there's yeah. UK is PAL and we're NTSC. Plus, there's still a lot of Japanese. You know, through on Nintendo's you end, could probably a lot buy of some little adapted Japanese thing. exclusive titles that you can't get out of Japan. Yeah. You know, like the actual games. Huh. I'm pretty sure you could buy some kind of adapter or something. I mean. It- if you have a thousand dollars laying around to buy this thing, you should why, have enough money. Why, when you can just pre-order it in the states and get an NTSC one that works properly? Because yeah. people are fucking crazy. That's why, Ryan. People want this. People are fucking. The stupid. screen size has been rumored to be six point eight inches, guys. Yeah. It's point fucking point six inches bigger than the Wii U screen, which isn't that fucking big. No, the it's Wii just, U screen was pretty was a decent size. I thought the controller was a decent size. <laughs> the screen is that not so plastic or fully erect? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they do say the resolution is only going to be seven twenty. Kind of, that's kind of the rumor on the screen. Yeah. Um, crazy. Hmm. And it's touch screen. They confirmed that, didn't they? I'm not sure about that. I know they were questioning it at first, and I thought I heard something <laughs> I, say that. The more I hear about the Wii U, the le- or the Wii U, <laughs> the Switch, the Switch. I gotta remember that. Uh, the Switch. The more I hear about it, the, the less I kind of want it. The less excited I am for it. I yeah, just, I mean, like I'm gonna hold off. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna buy it at launch. I don't think I'm not all. buying it at launch. I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. Uh, Yogi, are you planning to buy this on launch? No, absolutely not. <laughs> I I mean, I'm not a portable. I don't play portable games. Yeah, really. I just don't see you myself I mean? walking so around my house, falling down the stairs, and busting my head open because I missed a fucking step. Because I was. But I can see for a gamer that travels a lot. You know what I mean? It could they be say the good, battery yeah. life on this thing is only three hours, Ryan. Oh fuck! Oh god, that's not good. Yeah, they say three. Like a lot of the dev teams have leaked information about this, and they say the battery life is only three hours when it's on portable mode. They gotta yeah. fix that. Oh, which wow. is weird. Oh. You remember when the 3DS came out? It was very similar. It only had like a three-hour battery life yeah. if you were using the 3D all the time. Yeah. And and uh, and then when the new one came out, it was like a, it had an upgraded battery yeah, that was hours. lasted a long. Yeah, but and but when you look at too the history of handheld consoles, I because I, I remember reading articles and watching some YouTube videos on it recently. A lot of the handheld consoles that have failed, that was a huge factor was battery just life? the very low battery life, yeah. because a lot of people if they really wanted to get a good full gaming session off of that, you can't. <laughs> you still ha- ha- well. You could if you sat by an outlet, <laughs> plugged in, which is not even, plug. which at that point is not mobile. That's yeah. Yep. Which I think Nintendo got that right. I mean, they have a dock, you know, yeah, put dock yeah. it and it hooks up to your TV. But uh, yeah, uh, I just I don't. Yeah, I don't see myself walking around my house playing this thing. It'll probably be docked all the time. Yeah, uh, I just think it's gonna be. You're not going to sit there and play it for eight hours at work or, you know, yeah. the, like the kids for that full eight-hour day while they're at school. Jesus, I think that's bullshit. I think you're taking that to the shitter every time you're playing. 
Yeah, it's probably true. You're just fucking going up to take a shit. You're like undocking. You know how long shit. my shits are going to be you now? Might. They're going to be like an hour long. Hour long <laughs> shits. When my, my legs are going to be all numb. Poor Omar. <laughs> sitting there in the toilet for an hour long. Omar's I'm, gonna be. I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna find. I fucking shit. I need. I need to buy a waterproof case for it so I could take it in the shower and play games and shit on the shower. <laughs> Use now it we're anywhere. Yeah, see what yeah. I mean? To get the pool. Whole new world of possibilities with the Nintendo Switch, guys. Then they got me. They got me on on that right there. Now on a, <laughs> uh, on a real on a real note, they would get me. And this is completely the antithesis of what Nintendo would do. But let's just say, <laughs> let's give them some credit. Let's say, that, let's say they learned uh-huh. from their mistakes, and they're not ultra conservative. And they and they actually make it so you could play all your old DS and 3DS games Ooh, on the console as well. Man, you know what, Yogi? They they do say that this will be the replacement for the DS systems. They're gonna just be done with the DS systems. Yeah, I just don't know if it's gonna be backwards compatible. I think they're gonna try to milk people for that money, and well, uh, you know it's the same tech, right? It's the same company that's been producing. Oh well, then it might be, it might be backwards compatible then. But uh, yeah, it's up thing. to them. Oh, oh, I don't know if you guys saw this, but this some this is kind of like a portability thing, but it was just more of a humor thing. Um, I saw the other day. Where somebody FaceTimed his PlayStation so that he yeah. could play it. <laughs> he was in the bathtub. So that he could play it from the bathtub. Yeah, that's and great. He was in the controller. Yeah, he had his. Oh, yeah, he had his tablet set up on the side of the tub, and it's you know aimed directly at the TV. Yeah. So you know, so that he could sit there and play it while in the tub. The, I, I think the other solution <laughs> to that problem would have been buy a fucking PlayStation, buy a PlayStation TV. And put up a little TV in your bathroom and just have the PS TV in there and stream it to your PS TV and use that. Yeah. Or never shower. Or never shower. PS never TV. bathe. <laughs> you leave the Who PS has TV. A PS TV. Everybody has a but PS TV. Everybody, yeah. That's the biggest thing. But still, I thought that was actually <laughs> pretty fucking funny yeah. when I saw it. Um, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, guys. Um, what. We'll see how the Nintendo Switch shapes up. I think they have a lot of marketing to do between now and March, which is not that long of a time window for a launch system for a fucking console. I mean, <laughs> but hey, I've yeah. seen companies do a complete 180 in that amount of time. Look at Xbox One. They did a complete fucking reversal of everything they showed when they announced their system. By the time it launched, it was like a completely different fucking idea they had going for them. Um, yeah. So you never know. It could... Nintendo Switch can switch things up and and do it that way, I guess. Uh, but yeah, guys. Besides that, I don't have any more news to be honest. Really, I just so just kind of a question out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. You know, since we were talking about the battery life and everything, what do you guys think is a good or acceptable, I guess we'll call it, battery life for a handheld system? Eight hours. Yeah, eight to ten. To be honest, the DS spoiled me because I still dust that thing off every now and then, and that on a full charge, even though that's been recharged several times, I could get like ten hours out of it before I have to charge it. Or at least it feels that way. 
because that thing goes without charging for days. And then my yeah, granddaughter, yeah. she she wants to play some games, and then there's a little puppy game or whatever. And I, I'm like, here, take it. And then she never she just leaves it on, doesn't put it on standby because she doesn't know any better. She's a little thing. Yeah. But uh, that thing has super good charge on it, man. Hmm. I just think with the graphics that you're going to be pushing on this system and with the games you're going to be pushing on it, because, I mean, if you're able to switch the game completely from your TV to your tablet and then carry it anywhere with you, we can't expect that much of a battery life. Oh, yeah. But I do hope five hours, at probably. least five hours yeah. minimum. Yeah, like five, to, like five to six. Yeah. And, but eight hours would be ideal, like just a great yeah. amount of time, you know. You forget to, because what's gonna happen when the day you forget to dock it? You know, you're like, you you left it. You were using it downstairs, and you you. I'm took sure it there's downstairs. gonna be some. I'm sure there's gonna be some sort of portable like, charger that you can take. Charger, to. yeah. This sucks though, man. You have to plug it in. Shit, hey, bro, I need to plug in my switch. You got an outlet around here? Oh, it's gonna suck. How about what's the difference? People do it all the time with, with like tablets phones, and phones. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Shit, I'm always doing that. Like, I'm going over to a buddy's house. I always bring my charger. Oh, you got a charger? Yeah. Yeah, or like whenever I get together with my mom, and I know I'll be doing it tomorrow for my nephew's birthday. I'm just waiting get for... The car. Hey, mom, let me plug in my phone. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the Switch to announce Switch VR. You switch it from I said your, it last week, Switch man. it from your tablet to your head. Yeah. Oh, switch VR. Just you switch it up. Right in. You switch Boom. it up all the time. You switch it up from console to mobile to VR. They're gonna cover all the bases of gaming. But if they do that, they gotta release it with the Switch Blade, so I can just slip my wrists. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, guys! VR on Xbox will not come till Xbox until Xbox is ready for it. That's what Phil Spencer said. <laughs> Being asked about uh, VR's uh, Microsoft's agenda on VR for Xbox, Spencer said that he's not convinced on VR. Um, he says, you know, that he loves the technology behind it, you know, and that he owns a Rift and a Vive. But he says he just doesn't think game creators are pushing VR well enough, and he doesn't think game creators are being creative enough with VR games to like justify a console making one for it you know what i mean yeah yeah so i i kind of agree with him you know i, I all these games that you see Me for too. psvr you don't see them being like big huge games that are like whoa i need to play that you know what i mean like none well there's drive club vr and then there's but I mean, uh, it's, how, much, how much different is Drive Club VR from Drive Club? I mean, it's, it's just Drive Club, but you're uh, what? in VR. You're in the car. Uh, Eve yeah, Valkyrie, in the uh, you're flying a spaceship in cockpit. Yeah, room. it's cockpit. Uh, Everything's cockpit. You know what I mean? That's those are going to be the best games for VR at the moment. I just, a different uh, way to experience. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just don't see any games. I don't know, but have you guys seen that? Uh, I don't know. It's a pretty funny video. It's a clip of like some game. I forget what game it is. It's a it's a VR game, but it's a like a first person shooter in VR. But you, it's like a simulation, so you have to like put the clip in the gun. You know, fucking um, cock it oh, back. Your cat's trying to take down your posters. 
Oh yeah. Oh, that's your cat. <laughs> my cat was doing the same thing. That's funny as hell. No. My cat was doing the same thing. She's tore up that one in the back. I don't know if you guys can see over here. <laughs> yep, I see the right. Oh yeah. She's me. Yeah. Just I'm like, I don't like that poster anyway. Fuck it. <laughs> just leave the Resident <laughs> Evil one intact. It's funny. The yeah. Resident Evil one, she hasn't even touched. But the other one, she doesn't like that bunny. She like has a she serious has. issue with <laughs> that bunny. She said, I don't like that person's face. Fuck that dude. I am the only furry thing in this room. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But but yeah, guys, that game uh, that I was talking about looks fucking... Those clips are hilarious, man, because there's, there's people that be trying to, like... Put the clip in the gun, but they can't. Because they the camera, <laughs> the camera is not tracking them correctly, or, the, or they'll be aiming the gun and they, they try to shoot it and it just fucking wobbles out. Are you talking about hot? It's hot something. What's it called? The one where it's all wireframes and you gotta like. No, not super hot. Super, I think it's super hot. Yeah. No, this is like a VR shooting game. Like, I don't know. It looks like real guns. Yeah, it's realistic. Yeah, it's like a realistic uh, kind of shooter game. Hotline, I remember seeing yeah. a video. No, I remember <laughs> seeing a video where a guy was trying to reload his gun, and his buddy walked up on him, and fucking he's trying to reload his gun. He's like, "What the fuck?" And then all of a sudden, boom! He shoots his buddy right in the fucking face. <laughs> 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 it's kind of what happens in real life, quite a bit, man. Fuck, I mean, yeah. that's crazy. Uh, I just don't see any games that are coming for VR that it makes me want a VR that much. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I've been tempted a few times, but that price is just way, way too high. Way too high, dude. Two, yeah. 500 bucks. There ain't no fucking way I'm going to spend 500 bucks on something for a system that I barely even use as of right now. The PlayStation, I barely even turned that fucking thing on. Now I'm going to buy a fucking $500 peripheral. Plus games for, for that shit. Already hardly used. Nope. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, for something that I barely even touch. A bit. My tropical box. That's what I call it. It's not a PlayStation. It's a tropical box. Jesus, I'm so sad. I don't have Tropico anymore. What? Oh, your oh, PlayStation no. Plus ran out. My PlayStation Plus ran out, and I said I'm not paying an extra ten bucks a month for PlayStation Plus. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Uh, dude, so I have I, I, no more Tropico, man. I, you remember when that announcement came out for PlayStation Plus being increased in price? I went out and I bought myself like a code. I was like, I need to buy myself a code right now. So I went and I bought a code, right? C-keys and shit. Uh, and I put it on there. And I've used PlayStation Plus like once. I'm not going to yeah. renew it again. Yeah, it's not worth it, man. Yeah, I I'm can't. not. And I was even telling Ryan before... Uh, <laughs> You know, everybody jumped into the call. I'm I'm actually now starting to think about trading in my PlayStation. I don't need it. I don't think I need this system, dude. There's no game coming out for it that makes me like, oh, yeah. I need to play Horizon on Zero Dawn. Dude. Jesus, Horizon Zero Dawn. <sighs> I think yeah, game, just play Recore. I think that game will be okay. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna be. Great. Say, yeah, I, think, is, I, think, just... I think Horizon Zero Dawn's gonna be a little bit better than Recore. I think it'll be yeah, okay, though, good. Ryan. It's really going to blow your mind Yeah, up. it's not going to blow my mind away. Or Everybody's going losing their shit over The Last Guardian. Uh, I don't even know what yeah. The Last Guardian's about, dude. I don't, there's no excitement there for me. Are you excited <laughs> for The Last Yogi, I need to ask you. Are you excited for The Last Guardian? Or do you want to play this? I am completely not in the Sony cap in any way. I stick to PC and Xbox One all the way. That's it. That's all I need. I, I got plenty of games to play as it is. 
You know, I might get a Nintendo console in the future. I mean, my kids have DSs, 3DSs, all that stuff, but, mm-hmm. you know, this is not for me. It's just none of the games interest me. This I, week I is for you, man. Get yourself a control. PlayStation Pro, some VR headsets, yeah. go on all the oh, way. God. Yeah, man. Yeah. Dude, uh, I bet. I'm still shocked that. Find the Sony hype like everyone else did. $1,000 yeah, and thing. you'll be fully invested. But here's the thing, though. How are people not bitching about the whole thing that when your PS Plus lapses, you lose those games that sit permanently, even if you renew later on down the road? Well, the Xbox One games are the same. The 360 games aren't, but the Xbox One games are. Oh, if your Xbox Live lapses, you'll lose them, yeah. Huh. I never experienced that. Wow. I, I let my I thought I was Xbox under the... Live lapse before yeah. for like a couple of weeks. I thought I yeah, thought it never was lapses, you so. owned it. I thought you just owned the games on Xbox on both platforms, the Xbox One and 360. I believe it's just the 360, but I, I don't I, know, I think man. you're wrong. I could be wrong. I think you're wrong. I think that's why Xbox is always talking shit about PlayStation because they're like, oh, on our system, you get to own the games. You don't just try them. Yeah. It's like a bad deal. Like, yeah. basically, it's like punish a people for taking a break. For your from your thing, maybe they, maybe they go on a vacation. They're not gonna play for a few, a few weeks. Then they lapse, you know. <laughs> maybe they're in the hospital. <laughs> Why you gonna pay for something that you're not gonna use? Um, <laughs> then they come back. That's a good way to lose the customer. You know what I mean? It just seems like a bad policy. I don't know. It's like EA Access, but for PlayStation. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, access is the same way. You have to pay every month or a yearly subscription, and then if it lapses, yeah. you don't get to play those games anymore. Yeah, but when you renew it, you get access to all those games again. On PlayStation, no, on PlayStation you do too. No, Ryan was saying that he lost Tropical because he let his PS Plus lapse. So now, if he renews, he won't have that anymore. Yeah, he will. He will. No, he will. I'll get it back if I renew. Oh. Yeah, because it's still in his it's library. It's still in your library, history. yeah. Cause, cause, That's what I was saying. I'm like, because that, that doesn't sound right. There's no way that that would fly. <laughs> yeah. All, all no it way. does is for the time that... It just freezes the, it. Like, it'll tell you. Inactive, it, yeah, like, it invalidates the license. Yeah, it'll tell right, you. Right, like, because you're not online, technically. Yeah, yeah. Man, I need that. I'm like, I, I thought he was saying that it just removes it from your library. Like, nope. Fucker, you let it lapse. Now when you come back, you got shit. <laughs> the shit's gone, no, motherfucker. Now that I don't have PS Plus anymore and I refuse to buy it, I don't have Tropico anymore was what I was right. saying. Fucking abracadabra yeah, that, that shit out of your system. If if I bought PS Plus again, I would still have it, but I'm not. I'm, I refuse. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I don't I, use I it enough. Like that. I don't Can use you imagine it. if oh it was God, the other dude, way, I'd like I was pissed. saying? Jesus, that'd be crazy. Be yeah, yeah, that would be, that would be <laughs> stupid. But yeah. Oh my god. Guys. My mind was like blown for a second. <laughs> <laughs> we got some Facebook questions, Jesus. We you do. Move on to that? We do. And I think we should because this show is long. But guys, yep. from if you want to actually, let's start off with that. If you want to leave questions for us, you can always email us at feedback at horriblegamers.com or, or go to Facebook. Since you already have one, go to Facebook, search on the search tab, and search for Horrible Gamers Community. Join our group. It is a close group, so your girlfriend, your wife, 
your second lover won't ever get to see your video game post nerdy you really are because only we can <laughs> see those posts. Um, we also have a Facebook page, and that's where you can see us live. Every time we go live, you get to see our faces on there. If you want to see what we look like. <laughs> Ryan, he looks like a Canadian from South Park. That's what he looks like. <laughs> he has a flappy head. <laughs> he looks like yeah. He looks I like wish. And, I know. wish I could. Just <laughs> he looks like Terrence right now. <laughs> like on him, yeah, I got the <laughs> just flappy head, flopping around when he talks. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, Ryan's a beard. I'm always impressed by how dark and perfectly yeah, black it is. <laughs> it's like I, mean, I got salt. Oh, it's not though, dude. Man, there's some pepper in there. There's it's some like pepper he, like he dies at motherfuckers. Pitch black. No, yeah, fucking black hole. He's got, uh, Gration formula or just for men going on <laughs> something. <laughs> uh, guys from general, yeah, hell, you guys can even tell with mine is fucking like salting up a little. Yeah, yeah, buddy. Gerald Taylor from the Horrible Gamers Community Group says, "He asks, with Black Friday just around the corner, I'm sure 4K TVs will be on the cheap. Does anyone have one now? Can you see the difference between the?" Xbox One S and the PlayStation 4. And should I buy one if I have these systems currently? Uh, Gerald, I don't have a 4K TV, but I don't mind my 1080p TV. I mean, I don't sit there. And <laughs> you can hear my cat. I don't sit there and say like, oh man, like I need a 4K TV. Holy shit. It's climbing behind me. I don't know about you guys. Do you guys feel like you need a 4K TV? Ryan, you have one. Is it better? I, I have a 4K. It's beautiful, man. It's a gorgeous, like, 4K is really nice. Um, I don't have HDR on my TV, unfortunately. Hmm. Uh, but even when I plugged in, I just recently picked up an Xbox One S. And when I plugged it in, it said, hey, do you want to be in 4K mode? I stuck it in 4K mode. And I could see a difference. Like, it looked nicer it looked crisper on my tv than it did when i was playing on my old xbox um it's not a huge difference but um if you have a 4k tv or you're planning on buying a 4k tv and you have an xbox one s you'll enjoy it it's but if you like let's say let's say i have the money to buy a 4k tv but i don't necessarily have the money to buy the xbox one s even if i trade on my old xbox i don't have the money for it should i somehow just get rid of my old xbox and save up money to buy the new s or do you recommend do you have to have the new s to enjoy the 4k um i say it makes a difference but no i mean you still the regular xbox still the regular xbox still up upscales Mm -hmm. like it still looks it just doesn't do it as as like as good as upscaling as the xbox one s right exactly and I've heard there's some performance differences between the original and the Xbox One S. But, I mean, that's really... It's hearsay, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, it's just like... If you if you can afford it and you want it, then yeah, it's a nice thing to complement your 4K TV. And there are a lot of deals out there where you buy a TV and you get the console for free. You know what I mean? That's how I originally got my Elite console when I bought my 4K TV. Mm-hmm. I got my Elite for free when I bought the 4K TV. That was a package deal that they had. So, um, is it worth it? I don't, I don't know. I mean, like 
to buy a 4K TV and the system right now? Wait, wait a bit, man. Prices are dropping. Prices are dropping, and there's going to be Black Friday deals, and there's going to be, you know, around Super Bowl time, you're going to get a lot of TV deals. So that that's my suggestion to anyone that's looking in for a TV is just wait for those. Do your research right now. Find out what TV you want. You know what I mean? What TV works for you? Um, you know, what TV has the HDR 10 and all that kind of stuff. Because not all 4K right? is equal, right? No, man. But and same with 1080p. Not all 1080p TVs are equal. Yeah, you look at them all and you got to do your research and find the one that's... Find the one that's right for you, man. Find the one that's good. Definitely. Nobody else has 4K TV? Yogi. Yogi, you don't have one? No. I'm no? Not remotely interested. Not, no? not right now, at least. When a price drops to a sweet place and then we're due for a TV upgrade, you know, then, then I think it's a good time to jump on it. Because there's just not enough content. It's not worth it. It's just being it's on a cutting though. edge. I mean... Yeah. Your we Netflix barely have 4K, enough 1080p. YouTube True has 4K, 1080p. and I mean I don't know about you guys, but around here, the a lot of the company, a lot of the uh, cable providers are are doing the same thing. They're moving to 4K. They have their 4K boxes, and they're getting ready for it. So it's going to be the next thing, you know, until yeah, 8K yeah. comes out. Remember when they said about 1080p content, and there's still barely any 1080p content. Like there's still playing catch-up as it is as far on the content side. Definitely. I don't know how. What do you mean there isn't any 1080p content? It's finally oh, coming. We're, we're finally caught up with 1080p. Gaming-wise. Gaming gaming yeah. Wise. So okay. I, I, I just Even don't know how stuff 4K, is... 4K gaming, I don't think it's going to be a, a real thing until 2019-2018. Honestly. Bandwidth wise, we're not ready for 4K Fuck no. streaming. Can you imagine no, how much absolutely a... not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the content's not gonna really be there. It's gonna be like Blu-ray, where we're gonna be super disappointed with our dicks in our hands. Remember when Blu-ray was supposed to oh, be the end all? Yeah, yeah. Interactive movies. It looks it looks so good. Your dick will fall off. It's, <laughs> wow. No, that's where my dick wow. is. You know. It's a big promise, is you know the potential there. Like the, the hardware is great, but we're not caught up there on the content side. It's we're still behind on that. So, and as I mentioned, to get the games, to get the content up to that, there's going to be concessions made in other places, and I'd rather not make those concessions. That's another thing I have to, another thing you have to, you have to look at. Because again, the 1080p content is out there. You get chug, or there's lower frame rate. Or they're doing some other stuff, some other trickery, so they can push yeah. it to that. I'd rather have 720p that runs well. Have a smooth running game, right? Oh, yeah. You know you have some snob out there right now playing and I mean, that's... in 4K. They're like, can't believe you just said that. Yeah. That's the same answer. I can't tell the difference between the two TV sets at Best Buy. Like, that one's better. Well, asshole, that's playing a 720p content right there. Fuck you. Yeah, you know your shit. I can tell the difference. My eye can see molecules. <laughs> that's that's IMs, dude. <laughs> that's IMs in a nutshell. IMs can swear to you that he can see the difference between like fucking 4K and like fucking 1080 and 720. He can see the difference. 
I could see the difference. I mean, the difference between 4K, 4K and 1080 content, definitely, but from 1080 to 720, it's it's a yeah, it's a stretch. I mean, like there, it's it's tough to tell. But from 1080 to can. 900, I mean, yeah, really that's hard. even worse. That's even harder. <laughs> That's what I never understood about that whole resolution war. Is like it's like you know what the, the reason it's running at nine hundred is because it runs better that way. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it just runs better. If it was barely, it would be fucking laggy as fuck. You know, thirty frames a second. Yeah, frame rate I can kind of sort of tell. You know, you can tell when the game is running at. Oh yeah, frames, you can tell when the frames. frame rate dips. Yeah, definitely, but resolution, not so much. I don't think I can that much. But guys, we have right, more questions. Next question. next question. This is a two-part question from Rafael Cintron. He asks, what games do you guys love to play but makes you rage? And you think the rage comes from the anger issues? Do you, Or he says, do you think the rage comes from anger issues or the love for the game itself? He says, I love Gears of War. But man, I get psycho when I play it. <laughs> um, there's games that I love. I fucking get pissed off. For example, Battlefield. There's plenty of times in Battlefield where I'm just having a blast. And, you know, I'm loving the game and it's the best game ever. And then there's days when I play Battlefield and I'm just like, fuck this game. Fuck you, Dice. Why did you make this piece of shit? You motherfuckers shouldn't have let this happen. Why the fuck did you add this bullshit ass mechanic? It gets me mad, you know. But it happens. <coughs> For me, it's Battlefield. What about you guys? <laughs> I don't really rage a lot, man. Like when I'm playing games, I just if I if I'm not liking a game, I just put it down. So, but I think that's just uh, I'm getting older. Mm. <laughs> you know, I guess I rage a little bit, like when I'm pissed off. Like games piss you off sometimes. They yeah, just definitely. do. You just when There's times where you just aren't doing good and, you, and you're frustrated. I think that that's where it comes from is your frustration or what's going on in the game mm-hmm. brings on the anger. You know what I mean? Personally. That's how I feel. But you, Yogi? I'm, I'm in, I think I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Um, I feel like if you're truly raging, like just cussing up a storm and throwing things and rage quitting, which I find very unacceptable in a lot of circumstances. Yeah. Um, especially in a ranked match where you're, oh, you're dude, leaving your team screwed. Siege is the worst for that. Oh. I hate when you're like the team that gets left and there's like three of you left and five yep. of the other people. You're just like, fuck, we're going to lose this. <laughs> you know, I hate that. I mean, that. you can win it, but it's hard. And, but, and in ranked matches, you don't get new players until the fucking round, like the whole match is over. Yep, exactly. So, so if they leave That's in all the I first round, you're fucked for the next three or four rounds, you know? It sucks. So, while I don't rage, Siege is definitely a game where I'll, I'll have the outbursts, I'll, 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 uh, I'll shout out, I'll, I'll like get really hyped. Because I'm getting into it, it's a it's one of the few things that gets me really engaged and competitive. Because usually I could give two shits. I'm like, meh, okay, you shot me, cool. You spun around, no scope, 360 shit. All right, cool, cool story, bro. 
I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter that much to me because not gonna make life better. I'm not gonna go yeah. into esports and make a living out of it. It's just I'm just having fun, and that's the number one thing for me. I'm having fun. This is my escape. Just a little, yeah. you know, quick retreat. But uh, Siege would be a game that I really get into sometimes, and I just I more beat myself up like, damn, I played that dumb. Why did I do that? Wow, I can't believe I fell for that. You know, that that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or Dark Souls, those games. But those games are designed <laughs> to piss you off. Yeah. They're, they're... yeah. <laughs> if you're not getting pissed off in Dark Souls, doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. What about you, Clint? Ah, uh, you know what? I'm gonna say just because it's a game that I'm very passionate about. Is actually Jesus? You may have even seen it. <laughs> Rocket League. Oh yeah, you get mad. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude, I get pissed. I, dude, I started coming up with like new swear words because <laughs> because fuck just wasn't no because fuck just wasn't cutting it for me anymore. Damn. Like that's uh like like else. today I like today alone I used uh bitch nuts and mother dick. <laughs> <laughs> like like I called somebody a mother dick just because You they... mother dick it's like, what, You bro? mother dick I fuck dick Some foreign guy trying to swear at you You mother dick Yeah like I was going for the puck and I missed it and I was like Ah fucking bitch nuts <laughs> Man Um yeah, I mean, I, I I'm going to say Rocket that League. game because I've had to invent new words to express my anger. <laughs> and, Raphael, I can see why Gears of War can fucking be the game that pisses you off because that multiplayer pisses me off. That multi- I get fucking pissed when I play Gears of War because I can't do good in it. <laughs> yeah. And people come up to you and roadie run you and fucking hit you with the shotgun and you blow your fucking head off and you're like, what the fuck? He didn't even fucking aim at me. He's just running at me and he shot me. Like, oh, I fucking hate when that happens, dude. No, Jeez. there's aim involved in using that shotgun. Yeah, whatever. Fuck you. Fuck, fuck, fuck gears. <sighs> nah, fuck the multiplayer. I like the second player. Alex Winling asks, what's the most anticipated game for the rest of the year? So, the rest of the year from now. So Call of Duty just released. That can be a game. Any game that's already released can't be the most anticipated, obviously. So, from here on out, Final Fantasy, Dead Rising, Watch Dogs, Dishonored 2, um, The Last Guardian. What else is coming out this year, guys? What's the next big titles? Assassin's Creed Ezio Collection. That's coming out. Oh, soon. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think... For me personally, I think my most anticipated game is probably Dead Rising. Dead Rising Four. Yeah. Do they still have um in that game, Ryan? I don't I don't know if you know this or not, but do they still have uh timers in this one, or do they t- take them off like in Destiny Three? Uh, I don't think they're. Uh, I think it's going to be more like Dead Rising Three, where yeah. you know there oh, are some timed stuff, but it's not like. Because Dead Rising 3 didn't have a timer, but it did have a timer. Like, the timer was, yeah. like, you had to beat the game in, like, yeah. a week, right? Or something like that. Yeah. No, they said, like they actually came out and said that they were doing away with timers for Dead Rising 4 because they wanted it to become just this 
big open zombie killing shit. open yeah the big open zombie killing playground was yeah. actually the, like exactly the way that they put it yeah the guys, when I played fun. the demo for this at Fan Expo, it looked fucking awesome. Really? Like, this game looks really nice. When does it come out? Uh, that's a good question. I'm uh, not I'm, sure. I'm, I'm kind of interested in buying this in this game, to be honest. I mean, because I remember playing Dead Rising 3, man, and Dead Rising 3 was a fucking ton of it fun. Fun. It was fun. Yeah. Oh, shit. It's coming around the corner, guys. December 6th. December 6th. Fuck. Yeah, that game. I mean, my. Uh, I would say that game. I don't know. Not, you piqued my interest in that game, Ryan. But I'm gonna have to go with Dishonored too. Watch Dogs was yeah. kind of up there, but there's nothing about like Watch Dogs. They're treating Watch Dogs too like they're like they treated Titanfall too. There's no fucking hype. And I yeah. think and I think did you, well, did think, you see that? Did you see that video I posted earlier? Yeah, I did that. That where they hacked the house or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was up it's weird, this? eh? Yeah, that was um, in Toronto too. Apparently, they did yeah. that. Oh yeah. shit. And there's timed exclusivity for uh, for us for uh, Dead Rising 4. Yeah, Dead Rising has it always says, kind of been uh, like an Xbox partner. Yeah, it says uh, we get a year exclusivity on the Xbox. Oh, huh. really? So they One year, right? first on Xbox, huh? I you wonder know, if that's well, going to be cross-platform. Oh, well, here it is. It's... Uh, Microsoft also confirmed that the game is a timed exclusive on Windows 10 for 90 days and a year on Xbox One. Huh. Yeah, because it says here platforms Xbox One and Microsoft Windows. Hmm. Yeah. So I wonder if that's going to be a cross-buy game. That would be nice. Now that makes me wonder, is it going to be that 90 days for just PC before the Xbox? Yeah, I'm guessing Steam will get it 90 days later. Yeah. <coughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Steam, that, like yeah. Windows 10 first. Because it'll be lo- it'll be the Windows 10. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, because for a second there, I was thinking I was like, okay, Windows is gonna get it December 6. Are we and gonna have then, to wait? Yeah. Xbox has to wait Xbox? till fucking February to get it. No. Uh, <laughs> it'll no. come on same day. That makes no sense. What I just said. I'm yeah. just. T- yeah. I'm just tired. I, I bet, man. Uh, but Watch Dogs 2, guys. That game has like no hype. The city of San Francisco looks cool to be in. Looks but, interesting, man. Yeah. Uh, and I really enjoyed Watch Dogs 1. I was one of the few people that actually went through that whole game and beat it and shit. Um, I think if you liked Watch Dogs 1, you, you're gonna you're probably going to enjoy this one. Yeah. I just... <clears throat> it's going to have a lot of the same mechanics and just, uh, you know, a nice upgrade. Better, a nice, yeah. yeah, it's going to look better. Um, that, Hopefully. Uh, um, I just think that, I don't know, they're treating this game like the treated Titanfall 2, where, like, I think Ubisoft doesn't want to hype it so much because they hyped the fuck out of Watch Dogs 1, yeah. and they showed those trailers, and people were pissed when it came out, and they're like, it doesn't look like the fucking trailer. And then, yeah. The game was fun, though. But I'll probably, yeah. I'm going to have to go with Dishonored, because Dishonored comes out, like, next week. And doing the same bullshit every other game does nowadays where if you pre-order you get to play it a day early <laughs> why would you want to play Dishonored a day early I have no fucking clue but I, I guess <laughs> I don't know you can spoil it for everyone else yeah <laughs> you can get on Facebook and yeah. spoil it for anybody <laughs> you can stream it dude can you believe that she dies oh fuck you ruined the game oh you fuck oh 
Oh, God, you both Oh, man, I can't believe that was all a dream at the end. Oh, fuck, dude. Yomar's making me relive tragic memories of Star Wars right now. Oh, man. Dude, (laughs) this game looks cool as fuck because you get to play as Old Corvo, or as as her name, Emily, or Elizabeth. What's her name, Elizabeth or Emily? I think... Emily, Elizabeth is uh, Elizabeth Bioshock. Is Bioshock yeah, right? Elizabeth, yeah, is Elizabeth yeah. Emily, they both starts with E, whatever. Um, but I think you you have to pick in the beginning which one you want to be. So you have to... So there's probably going to be like two different sets of achievements, like beat mission, blah, 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 with Emily. Beat mission, blah, 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 with Corvo. And like, they're probably going to make you play the game twice. I wonder how much different the game will actually be if you play as a different character. So I'm kind of interested in seeing that. Because Dishonored is all it is, is single player, you know, so there's nothing there as multiplayer. Um, And I wonder if it'll be as linear as the first one. No, I have to go and play the first one still. Really? Yeah, I haven't played the first one either. Actually, guys, I think if you pre-order the the second one, you get the first one free. You get the remastered edition free. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but when does it come out? Next week. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and See, if you I pre-order it comes out a day I've early the, I've got the con and, <laughs> and I just made a donation to Extra Life today which was what I could have possibly spent on Skyrim so I gotta see how the con goes if I can buy anything else's pay period you're a good man Clint what's your most anticipated game Clint uh <laughs> Right now, um, aside from <laughs> well, no, because that's already, yeah, already out. out. Yeah, yeah. And technically, and technically, I have it on Steam. Yeah. Um, I just haven't played it yet. Um, but I'm gonna say, aside from Dead Rising Four, because that's just pretty obvious. Even though we don't have the release date for it, I'm gonna say South Park: The Fractured Butthole. Oh, it's not dude. coming out <laughs> this year. The question was for this. Yeah, no, year. this year. This year, okay. Yeah, dude, that'd totally be my game too if it was still coming out before the end of the year. Then, then I have to go Dead Rising Four. Yeah, it's a good game. What are you, Yogi? What game are you looking forward to, man? Final Does it have to be out of those selections. No, I mean, no, 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 no. Those are just it examples. Just has to be before the end of the year. Because yeah, any, uh, out of those, this year, <laughs> Dead Rising, I think that has multiplayer, so co-op, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, co-op. That's good. You get, uh-huh. you don't see that much good co-op these days. Yeah, I, that co-op is fucking ton, fucking fun, dude. Like just running around yeah. with your buddy, fucking killing zombies. Like, hey, dude, look at my weapon. Look at your weapon. Fucking. Which do any of you guys <laughs> still have Dead Rising Three? I don't. No. I had that on disc because I bought that in uh-huh. the launch. I was hoping they were gonna give us that, that for uh, like for a game with gold. gold. You know what? It might actually be games with gold in December or the January. They usually do shit like that where like they'll maybe this maybe maybe they'll go games with gold in December because that's when Dead Rising is the new yeah. one. Yeah, out. to hype it up a bit. Yeah, yeah you know that'd be fun. Yeah, maybe cool. that game is good. That'd man. be cool. Yeah. Well, um, because. They really got to start picking up some of those games again because I don't know if you guys tried it yet, but that Super Dungeon Brothers just isn't cutting. Oh it no, me. it's terrible. Well, let's be honest, Clint. The month of November <laughs> is the month that they shouldn't give a fuck about what they put on Games with Gold because everybody's buying new games. Mm. Is okay, there anybody yeah. out there? Is there anybody out there that exclusively relies 
on Games with Gold for their games. If there is anybody out there that oh, listens to this exclusively podcast, relies, I that exclusively it, I relies on Games with Gold to get your games, message us, feedback a horrible gamers podcast, and tell us how the fuck you live. Because that's crazy. Hey, I think I mean, people on extremely limited budgets probably... Yeah. You know, that's you probably kids? they do get the majority <laughs> of their newer games. That's one of the reasons why my brother-in-law game shares with me is because, you know, he's got... Like Yomar said, he, he got kids. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And they, they have a limited income. I, you know, throw most of mine at my games. So... I, I keep them stocked in video games. Yeah, to me, for me, I'll be honest, uh, I try to limit myself and discipline myself to buy two full retail offerings, you know, off-the-shelf games a month at most. You know, full-price games or full-price after the Amazon Prime discount. Um, yeah. And I know a lot of people that don't get one game a month at most you know so they when they buy a game they have to make it count if that's if if, if they can even do that at all yeah. so the, the free games they kind of tie them over so yeah. yeah there are those people not everyone buys every single new, new release <laughs> i just don't see anybody not buying games and exclusively relying on games with gold for the new games Mm, I, don't I, I know. I know. I know plenty that. of people that they'll. I see people going to GameStop and buying used games instead of just relying on games with gold. I mean, I guess you got games with gold. And yeah, well, yeah, more of a choice. Yeah, access and games with gold for ninety bucks. Yeah. For ninety bucks a year, I guess you can have a pretty decent library of games. Yeah. Something you're paying I mean, for already. Why not take advantage of it fully, you know? Yeah. I, I have a buddy that's still on 360, and he's been just downloading all of his Xbox games of gold, Xbox One games. So when he does buy oh, an Xbox fucking. One, he's going to have like a <laughs> when massive When he does buy an games. Xbox One, he better have yeah. a fucking four terabyte hard drive to hook up to that motherfucker. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And unlimited internet, because fuck. Yep, because shit, I've got a 4 terabyte, and I've already used, like, 65-something percent. Yeah, I used all my there. all my internal space on my Xbox One, and I've used up, like, 80% of my 2 terabyte hard drive that I have hooked up oh, to. Oh, I've, I've, I've only got, like, two games installed on my uh, actual Xbox hard drive, and that's uh, Dragon Age Inquisition and Grand Theft Auto V, just because of the size of the games. Yeah. Everything else is on my external. That's crazy. But guys, well, th- there is a game I want to bring out, point out real quick. That's coming out uh, November eighteenth. The full release of uh, Killing Floor Two on PC. Oh, I think it's also coming to PS Four actually. That's a good game. Yeah, I think. I think so. If you like uh, Left for Dead type games. Killing Floor is worth a, a look. The The original is great, and they constantly updated it, and Killing Floor 2 is looking really good. So that's one I think is a good sleeper pick that people are not really keeping on our radar. And I'm curious about Final Fantasy, but I know if I buy it, and right now it'll probably end up on a wall of shame, collecting dust, and I'll keep saying, I gotta play that, I gotta play it. And I'll just yeah. jump to my multiplayer games, because that's, that's how I roll. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's it. Yeah, yeah. And guys, one last thing I gotta talk about. One oh. last thing. It's that. this thing I just I, I I saw it in our Facebook group on the ads, and uh, it's a Kickstarter for this handheld steam machine. Have you guys seen this? What? Here, let me send you a link to this. It's called the Smack Smack Z. Here, let me Smack oh, Z. Open up the fucking sky. Yeah, but you, is this just a streaming device? No, it's a, it's a steam machine, a portable steam machine. You play your games that you buy on Steam on this machine. Yeah. And the controller is like, it looks like a Vita kind of, and it has like triggers and, and buttons on the top. But the controller looks like a Steam controller. It looks like the little circle touch motion sensor shit. Oh, and they got funded. Yeah, and it's funded, so it's going to be made. I'm, I'm just kind of surprised. I mean, there's no news about this. <laughs> uh... The steam machines have all kind of been like that. It's been very quiet. Yeah. Because yeah. what's the name of that one? Is it the Link, I think it is, that you connect to your TV? Yeah. And yeah. I actually want to get that. This thing has uh, 4 gigs of RAM in it, 64 gigabyte hard drive on it, uh, full 1080p, 6-inch screen, 5 hours of gaming, a micro SD card slot. Uh, HDMI output to a TV. Battery, five hours of gaming. That's funny. That's the number we threw out as the minimum. (laughs) Wi-Fi connectivity, 5.0 gigahertz with the 4G LTE support for mobile networks on the promo only. Uh, It has a front-facing camera as well, and it it starts at $300 or $300, which is kind of pricey, I think. I mean, for, for for a handheld system. Yeah, but they say play it plays your, your Steam library. Yeah, it plays your entire st- uh. Steam library. I mean, so you could just buy games on Steam and play like a Humble Bundle or something and play it on here. Yeah, that's pretty That's pretty dope. Oh, man. It I plays, haven't touched a Humble Bundle in a while. It says it plays yeah, every, any kind of game. There's no limits to what kind of games. It's just your Steam library can be played on this thing. It's, it's pretty cool looking. Um, yeah. That's legit. I'm gonna put a link to this in the Facebook group. Actually, that, that's pretty fucking cool. And, uh, just wanted to tell people that in case some gamer out there is looking for a handheld Steam machine, it's pretty much like a the Steam's version of uh, what's the Nvidia Shield. Yeah, yeah, that's what it yeah. looks like to me. The video shield is pretty is, is probably more powerful though because you can stream off of that thing too. Yeah, you know that's something that's else. resource heavy. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool looking, guys. Anyways, if you want to join the horrible gamers community, you go to Facebook and search for us and join close group. We accept your request and uh, join. Uh, just don't look like an eleven-year-old kid. Uh, with Forza <laughs> Horizon 3 pictures as your uh, pictures, the only pictures you have on your profile are Forza Horizon 3 pictures. And your profile picture, you look like you're 10 years old, because we might not accept you. Yeah. Just saying. Call. I mean, it's kind of weird, you know. We we tend to accept <laughs> most people in our group, 
that there is some exceptions that we will deny. Uh, if you have a goat on your pro- profile picture and your name is like some Arabic name, and you... But if you got a pet goat, Jesus, what if he just loves his goat? But I mean, if you only have a pet goat yeah. and, and Ray Bonds all over your fucking profile, I'm not accepting <laughs> you either, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, guys, I know Yogi is going to be doing uh, extra life stream, correct? We're doing it. We You're have a it. whole whole networks behind it. We got a bunch of streamers doing it, uh, doing it in shifts. Awesome. We'll be doing it throughout the next few weeks. So go what's your shift, Yogi. Support. Yeah, what's your shift, Yogi? Oh, uh, tomorrow we're doing it on our main channel, twitch.tv forward slash geeky antics. And for information on the schedule and how to support what we're doing, you know, for extra life for the kids, for Children's Miracle Network, go to geekyantics.net forward slash extra life. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Support Extra Life. I think we should do it sometime, guys. Horrible Gamer should do it. Yeah, next year, man. Yeah, Next year, we should do this. I've really been wanting to get involved with that, too, because, you know, it's, well, one, it's an amazing cause. Yeah, it helps people. You know, yeah, because you're, you know, helping and supplying, like, children's hospitals. And And you could pick any hospital, right? Like, whatever hospital you want to pick, you just... You pick yeah. any charity you want, yeah. Yep. You let you choose a local hospital. But by the way, it's not too late to sign up. Just saying, the people doing when it when is the, the latest cutoff date for signing up on this? If you want to do this, if you're uh, a streamer, for our the latest I've ever seen people do it every year, I think is early January. Oh wow! Uh, if yeah. I recall, but you can yeah. do it whenever. It's, yeah, you can do it whenever. Oh, so there's but, like no uh, timetable yeah. in the year. You just do it whenever you want to. Yeah, this weekend is just a weekend that's this, like the official game day. This is where Extra Life is being promoted. So if you're doing your stream now, people might be looking for Extra Life content. Exactly. So uh, you probably get viewed. And and people will ride out that that uh, the hype for the next few weeks. You know, it'll still yeah. be on people's minds. Maybe people yeah. that missed. The opportunity to to donate because it didn't line up with their budget or their paychecks, you know, you catch them afterwards. So there's still people to do it, especially you know November, November. You do yeah. it. Support the cause, guys. Honestly, because fucking gamers are such such a big fucking community. It's ridiculous how big gaming is these days. And if everybody got like a dollar, and you donated a dollar. That's like a lot of dollars. Then Jesus could buy a PSVR. Yeah. I'm just saying, you could be a <laughs> donator to my cause and the Jesus Foundation. Donate a dollar to me, and I will buy a PSVR, and I will play it for two hours and tell you how great or not great it is. Word. Jesus VR. Jesus in <laughs> VR. I'm just going to start putting... Like little collection cards and like random establishments, and just be like, Help you know, Jesus here. Play VR. Do- no, I'm just gonna put like donate if you support Jesus. Oh, there you go. <laughs> do that. I'll get my money in no time. Shit. Fuck. Well, me. if you guys want to rip that and and give it a good push, the best way to get a cause supported is to have something frivolous attached to it. Like, uh, offered them a recipe for potato salad. I mean, it worked for Kickstarter. 
<laughs> oh yeah, that guy who uh, wanted to make potato salad or some shit. And <laughs> people he, put like <laughs> half a million. Oh yeah, potato salad. Yeah, let's go. We need that in the world. Hey, I've got my. Hey, I've got my. Hey, I've got my three bean salad. Well, I'm, I'm just. Saying all I want to do is play VR and just fucking help me fund my PlayStation VR habits. There has yeah. to be. A, I it know works. there's a listener out there in, in Antarctica right now, who's probably a billionaire <laughs> that can't listen to me right now, and he would totally be the one giving me my PS VR. <laughs> but he can't listen. Well, fuck but you. But he's not allowed. <laughs> you gotta get a message to yeah. him. Jesus. Send him a messenger, get a message pigeon. To him. I played enough Battlefield. I know how messenger pigeons work. <laughs> I'll send him oh, a pigeon. Antarctica. Does, <laughs> does anybody actually fucking live in Antarctica? I think somebody has to live there. Scientists. Now. Yeah. <laughs> scientists from where? Like just scientists all over the world. <laughs> just man. random yeah, fucking scientists. Yeah, because uh, no, because I don't know. Well, Antarctica. Because I've seen the thing. It doesn't owns, end well for them. <laughs> who owns Antarctica? What country owns it? No country owns it. It's. It's just it's like a, his, own just a fucking, his own thing. It's just nobody owns it. Nobody claims it. I mean, I guess you could say it's the last, uh, last huh. frontier, like in on Earth. You know, like so it's like pretty no, barren. Nobody no one really wants it? to go there. There has to be so somebody that claims Antarctica. There's, there's nobody. There's like <laughs> ten scientists living in Antarctica, man. But we're, uh, okay, here like, we go. The they got a couple of military outposts too. There has to be yeah. some kind of military outpost or something. I, I, f- I found this. It says the people who travel to or live in Antarctica fall into two main groups: those who live and work on scientific research stations or bases, and tourists. No one lives in Antarctica indefinitely in the way that they do in the rest of the world. It has yeah. no commercial industries, no towns or cities, no permanent residents. I want to make the first city in Antarctica. Imagine, it's just imagine? like it's, it's going like to be called gaming science lab made in the middle of a. Fucking humongous <laughs> snowfield. I'm gonna make. And that's it. I'm gonna make there. the first. Yeah. I'm gonna make the first city in Antarctica, and I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna make it like a gaming heaven. Why? What? Yeah, it's all only gamers are allowed to live there. I guess, well, I guess it doesn't matter if you never go outside. It'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Make a big. No, I'm gonna make a city, and I'm gonna put like a dome around it, so it's gonna be like a fucking loo city. Oh god, like a fucking biodome. Yeah, like biodome. But I need Canadians' help because you guys live in the snow up there, and you guys have igloos and shit. I need your guys' help with the infrastructure of my city. <laughs> All right, man, I'm on. Let's do it. Woo! Horrible gamers is going to be starting a new city, guys. We're going to start gonna make a Kickstarter the community. We're gonna, we need to start our Kickstarter campaign now. Our the goal first part is... of the Kickstarter campaign is to get Jesus a VR helmet. <laughs> And then we'll work on the Antarctica thing. <laughs> if you donate, it's, it's, if we reach the million dollar goal, <laughs> the ten million dollar goal, then we'll do the Antarctica thing. But we're starting yeah. with Jesus getting a VR. If headset. you donate a million dollars, you get to be a founder of my city in Antarctica. <laughs> oh man! Put your name on a plaque. Founder, you're a fucking founder. Yeah, like VIP status. You get to live in the big tower in the middle of the place. Yeah, but if yeah. you guys are serious about it, you know, just put it on ice. Think about it a little bit. You know. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> oh man, guys, if 
you want to follow us on the Twitter machines, you go in there and you fucking log in and you do all your shit. And after accepting all those follow requests from the porn stars, you go to the search tab and you search at underscore horrible gamers and you find us. And you will find all of our offensive tweets Mm -hmm. and your feelings might get hurt. You may need to go to a safe place after you read our Twitter accounts. But that's okay because you can find a safe place. And, uh, yeah. And In my pants. Once you find your safe place, you can go and find me. Jesus walks a lot on Xbox Live, talking shit to people about their moms on Call of Duty. And uh, playing some Infinite Warfare campaign this week. Yeah. What about you guys? Where can we find all of you? You can find me under Gib8777. On Xbox Live, PSN, sometimes, if you're lucky, I might be on PSN. And never, Steve. Never. <clears throat> and Ryan Gibson in the Facebook group. Yeah. Ooh, what about you, Clint? Well, if you can't get enough of me, you can always find me on my other podcast, Geek Dig, which is over at geekdigpod.com. Uh, but no, you can always hit me up on Twitter. I'm at Vengeful Jedi. Uh, you can hit me up on... Uh, Xbox, PlayStation, or Steam at Vengeful Jedi. Uh, 99% of the time I'm going to be on uh, the Xbox, though. And the other 1% of the time probably on Steam. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's it. Uh, if you want, hit me up. Uh, actually, just give me, like, this week to chill, because I'm going out of town. I'm actually going to a to a convention in ohio called con on the cob there's going to be a lot of gaming a lot of good podcasting stuff there in fact i'm actually going to be uh on the panel for a podcasting 101 panel oh i'm actually part of the panel so i'm looking forward to that represent horrible gamers Woo! give out business cards and stickers and shit so if you're going to be at the days in uh in richfield ohio or near there between uh, November 10th and 13th, hit me up there, and you can actually meet me in person. Yeah, shake his hand. Give him a big hug, guys. And last yes. but not least, our great host, special guest, last-minute guy that came in here and totally replaced Gunny and Eric, both of them. He <laughs> wasn't easily. even in color. Not even right. in color. He did it out of school. If he would have had color, he would have replaced the entire crew. <laughs> Yogi, hey, hey, hey. where can we find you, sir? I am uh, Yogizilla everywhere. That's Y O G I Z I L L A. Uh, that's Xbox Live, Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, Steam. I don't know what are people doing these days. That's cool. I'm probably not there, but Snapchats. you show it to me anyway. Pornhub. <laughs> Pornhub. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> no, I use my alt names. Tinder. <laughs> oh, you can give out the alt names. What are they? Yeah, my porn home name is actually Capitan Pinga Loca. Oh, man. I think I just- <laughs> 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 no, so you speak Spanish, we'll understand what you say, guys. <laughs> but yeah, look, look me up. And uh, I, I roll with the Geeky Antics crew. We have our own network of streamers, writers, game developers, all kind of talented geeks. And uh, a lot of us do streaming and podcasting and all that stuff. So. Come check us out. We're all family. We and Extra Life family. definitely uh, help us uh, support a good cause. Uh, geekyheads.net forward slash Extra Life. 
Yeah, fuck yeah. And guys, this week I got unlimited internet. I, I called up the Comcast machines and I told them I want unlimited internet. And they were trying to convince me really hard that I did not need unlimited internet. Because you know recently they passed the stupid data caps for one terabyte. Yeah. And I was like, no, Dude. man, fuck you. I don't want I want my unlimited internet. And the guy was like, well, it'll be 50 bucks extra. I was like, I don't care. Charge me the 50 bucks. Dude. I don't want It's worth it. I don't want to be Jesus. stuck later on in life when I don't Can have Can I tell you limited. something? Quick. Uh. I'm in one of the test markets for Comcast. My bill for several months was over $300. Oh, My fuck. highest bill was around four, five, 600 Holy because of the damn shit. data cap. And in the Comcast mind, everybody just goes on the internet to look at websites and download pictures. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. This is the way they think people use the internet. Wow. Like, yeah, they download one or two pictures a day and they read stuff online, right? That's how yeah. people use the internet, right? They don't, they don't play games or they don't stream the flex movies or, or anything. Like, yeah. And then my cap was 300 gigs. And if oh. you're a real gamer, you know that's shit. That's nothing, yeah. dude. Holy You'll fuck. You'll use that with Skype. You use that podcasting every week. <laughs> yeah. Skype uh, fucking will take as much bandwidth and resources as you'll let it. It'll just be like, oh, yeah, let me have that. Let me get more. Games of RAM. That's kind of <laughs> cute. Okay. Let me have all of that, please. Yeah. Um, fuck, bro. Yeah. They, they, our caps in Oregon is 1,052 gigabytes. So it's a t- little over a terabyte. And the guy told me, he's like, oh, well, I've been looking at your data usage for the last three months. He's like, and only in September, you went over your data cap. So you went, like, you used, like, 1,100 gigs of data. And he says, all the other months, you've reached, like, 600 gigs, 800 gigs. And I was like, yeah, but the games don't come out in those months. He was like, what? I was like, games come out this month and last month. I was like, and just yesterday, downloading Call of Duty, I used, like, 300 gigs of my fucking data, downloading two consoles. I was like, fuck you, are you going to tell me I don't need fucking data? He's like, well, he's like, you do have a one of those free like, they let you go over it like two months or whatever. Yeah, like waive they it or whatever. Two uh, waivers. Or it's and he's like, but after courtesy. that, you know, but after that, they charge you fifty bucks for fifty gigs, just fifty yep. gigs, fifty dollars. So they're charging you a dollar a gig. And I was like, no way, dude. I told the guy, you better add unlimited data to my shit. And I, and I don't want to get stuck in this position where later on I don't have it. They don't offer it anymore. Yep. Yeah, cause fuck yep. that. Cause they don't offer unlimited where I'm at at all. Yeah, they they didn't up here for a long time, and as soon as they did, I went to it. I was like, no unlimited, especially with me. I I don't have cable, so I watch all my TV shows mm. downloaded yeah. streaming. You know what I mean? Like everywhere I've ever moved, I've been. I need unlimited internet. That's all I care about. Give know, me unlimited internet, and I'm happy. And before, I always had unlimited internet. You know, Oregon had it for a long time. You know, we had it with Frontier, with Verizon, and with Comcast. But recently, this month, it went into effect. So if you live in Oregon, and a lot of different states went into effect. California went into effect. Washington, a bunch of different states went into effect just November first. Um, yeah. So if you download games and shit, I told the guy, I was like, dude, I was like, a game is like 50 gigs. <laughs> I was like, if I download that motherfucker, that's 50 gigs of data that I used. I was like, on top of it, I was like, I'm uploading shit all the time. I'm downloading time. I'm streaming things all the time. I was like, no way, dude. He was like, oh, so you're a gamer? I was like, yeah, I'm a fucking gamer. What do you think I need this data for, man? Porn? Fuck. Yeah. And uh, it's it just, I don't know. It pisses me off that they have these data. So 
all the listeners out there, check your fucking bills, dude, because yeah data yeah. caps or check your emails because they probably emailed you about it they sent me a letter and they emailed me about it uh good thing is that now i'm on a my bill was 150 bucks now i'm on 130 bucks cable but they gave me like free hbo and they up- upgraded my speed a little bit so i'm 150 yeah that's how to get you yeah i mean one year contract for 130 bucks a month whatever man i'll pay it you know it's cheaper than what i was paying um, but Comcast does offer in Oregon, at least, they do offer unlimited data for one of their plans. And that's their 2,000 gigabyte per second plan. Uh, that's like the extreme gigabit internet. And But you know how much the internet costs a month? 300 bucks a month. <laughs> just, that's crazy. Oh, just that internet, man. Just internet. 300 bucks a month. Wow. Then again, I'd rather have a set bill that's high and get surprises because you could be yeah. for that and if you're using it that much yeah then it's worth it i don't like shit that fluctuates it's just stupid you know it's not like yeah. electricity or or gasoline where you could curb your usage and, and really monitor it closely you know it's yeah. it's bullshit imagine if you're like gamers where you're playing musical chairs with your hard drive and uninstalling oh, a few games to, un- to install others, and you're constantly doing that. Yeah, fuck, that would get annoying. Especially Dude, with data my, caps. Holy fuck. You're right, I've Yogi. had my drive totally go, and I had nothing on it. I had to reinstall oh, everything on my drive. shit. Multiple times that's fuck happened man. to me. Keep that would fucking yeah. be thousands of gigs of fucking data, dude. Yeah, in one shot. Why and these I'm games really, ain't small, man. You download a fucking game. Like I said, Call of Duty used 300 gigs of my shit because I downloaded that shit to my console and to my brother's console on the same day. That's yeah. 150 gigs each. Something like that. 300 gigs right there. And the guy was like, oh, there's no way you have data. I was like, fuck you, dude. I was like, don't, don't lie to me. I was like, don't just give me the fucking data, dude. <laughs> He's trying to convince me, so fuck that. So be careful, people. Just... Watch your fucking data usage, because Comcast is on the fucking making trail right now. With that being said, guys, I love all of you. Thank you for joining us, Yogi. You're fucking awesome. You're you're a cool dude, man. Wait. Before we go, we also have to say thank you to Andrew Dayzak, who uh, gathered news for us all week. Tons of news, dude. We have so much news. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Some quality news. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man. So thank you, Andrew. Uh, he's he's Australian, right? The Australian? No, I think he's from Florida. Oh, that's not. He Who said was, auto, he was an auto mechanic in Florida. Oh, he no, is the auto mechanic in Florida. There's another Andrew. He's from Australia. There's so many Andrews and Matthews in Australia, America. Florida. I confuse them all the time. It's the same place, <laughs> different name. You know what I mean? Uh, but thank you to him. And Eric couldn't make it, guys. He uh, got really high. He got really high. And um, he texted us midway through the show that he woke up naked in roto tracks and covered in blood. I don't know what happened. He said he did a little bit. I thought of it was PCP. butter. I thought it was butter. I thought he was covered in butter. Oh, what it could butter and blood? I don't know, man. He was covered in PCP. I don't know, maybe he, both. He I did don't PCP know. and he ended up like that. We don't know what's going on with Eric. He's we don't know. And Gunny Chief. He's uh, driving his big rig around town. <laughs> he's just doing a circle in his like in his dry and like on the uh, his, outside his street. Yeah, he's just like he's a just big circle. doing donuts in his, his <laughs> truck all night long. All night. He can't couldn't make it. He said. He, he said, guys, 
I'm trying to break the Guinness World Record for most donuts in a semi-truck. <laughs> and he's going for it, so support him. You just picture him uh, muttering, <laughs> Go, go, power wheels. Remember the commercials? <laughs> <laughs> I can see him doing that shit. With that being said, guys, we love you. Peace, little sprouts. Woo! Episode 122 is done. See you next week on Horrible Gamers. Bye-bye. nation of the world that would be greater. You guys are funny. <laughs> or at least they'll be gooder. Gooder. No. Gooder. We're already gooder. We're going to be gooder. Ah, okay. Dame la hierba, gato de cabrón. No way. Yeah, that's like... That? That's very... <laughs> you don't want to say it that way. That's basically, basically said, uh, give me the weed, you piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> say it, say it slower so the Canadian can say it, because he's, he's heading down to the motherland of Mexico, and he wants to get the good ganja. The whole process like hell freezing over and uh, it's not zombies raising you know raising from the grave and they're a year late anyways yeah true it's pretty funny though when you think about it one year they're one year off from back to the future yeah Smith is trump and the cubs won the world series <laughs> yeah mm. trump is definitely fifth yeah. Yeah, he's, he's basically yeah, like that. Yeah, he is. Orange Hitler. <laughs> the Orange Hitler. <laughs> Alright, man. I just I just want to say hi, guys. You guys got yeah. four. That's good, dude. Yogi's oh. a fucking talker. He'll take go. He'll take uh, Eric's and fucking Henley's place. For yeah, sure. I bet he will for <laughs> sure.
Alright guys, America will be great next week. <laughs>